Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. Here we go. It's how we seize it. Episode 87. This time we're dealing with uh, MCU's newest release, uh, Black Widow. This is uh, the the latest release from uh, Marvel. Uh, it's in the theaters now or on Disney Plus. If you want to drop that uh, thirty dollars and get get your uh, uh, electronic copy for forever. And uh, I, I know I didn't do that, but I kind of wish I did because I, I wanted to watch it more than once. Wait, so. you get, you get you it for theater? Where'd you want, where'd you yeah, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, no. It, you get it forever, you, even if you cancel your mm-hmm. subscription to Disney Plus? Well, that's a good question. Well, why would you ever want to do that? But if you were, <laughs> you know, I think I think if you purchase it, just like on Amazon, when you when you buy movies through them or whatever, I think you technically still own the electronic copy. So I don't know if you have to sign back in or yeah. somehow they have a way to do it. But yeah, when you pay that thirty dollars, I believe I could be completely wrong. It's happened once before um, that uh, you you own that kind of like if you bought the bought the the download copy or whatever. Yeah. Or you can so. just get your sister to buy it, and then uh, <laughs> true. Well, I mean, we went to the theater, me, Steve, uh, and we took our wives, um, and we went and saw it. Uh, I guess it was it was the Thursday. I don't know if that's the opening night. Um, I think we saw it. No, we went we went we went Friday. Thursday was the opening night. That's right. That's what it was, and uh, it was great. I, I mean, although when I look back on it, I spent as much on those tickets going for just the two of us that it would have cost me to buy it on Disney, but. Yeah. It's something about seeing it in the oh, yeah. in the theaters sure. again was so good, and you know having that fresh popcorn, and you know <laughs> having someone's arm on your your armrest, you'd be like, hey, dude, you, you need to scoot over some, <laughs> uh, which was a surprise because when I bought the tickets, it was still under the uh, you have a seat between everybody, but apparently really? from the time I bought the tickets to the time the movie movie we saw it, that went away and every seat was filled um, pretty much wow. in the top section. Like not those, those looking, you know, straight up and, you know, from the bottom, like the first row, but almost every row in the top section or every seat was, had a butt in it. So, Oh, wow. Which is yeah. always fun. I like seeing movies when you got a good, good enthusiastic crowd and you get some reaction kind of live rather than. Yeah. Although, oh yeah. Although sometimes <laughs> get here and Cindy go off on, on some of her laughter with some of the stuff. Oh, she lost it that, when that helicopter dropped out of the sky. I that, was that was a good one. Yeah. She, that was just, that, she just laughed through the entire next scene. <laughs> she couldn't stop. Yeah, right. when, it, when they ran out of well, gas. Um, so you saw it both ways, right, Noah? Is that what you said? No, no. I, w- I went to the theater again today and watched it. <laughs> oh, you went to the theater again today. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Uh, there, when I, when I, I went and bought my ticket there and there was, there was, they, they gave me, okay, choose your seat. The red ones are, are taken. And I had to search for the red ones that were taken. I'm like, is that handicap or is that take? There was only two other yeah. people in there. Oh, wow. Uh, by the time the movie started, uh, cause I got there about 10 minutes, 20 minutes early. I think about another four or five people joined, which oh, wow. you know, but that so. was like three o'clock on a work day. So you don't expect, yeah, it was three, tw- three twenty. Yeah. yeah, it was, hey, it was uh, great. It sounds so, like it's been a pretty successful at the box office, even considering people are coming out of COVID, that it made yeah. a good amount of money in the box it, office and on Disney+. Plus. 
Yeah. Who who owns that theater in San? You went to see it in Santa Rosa, I'm guessing. Yeah, Roxy, the Roxy. Yeah, 14. who owns that? Is that just is that owned by a bigger conglomerate or is it just uh, their own? I think deal? it's a. I think it's a. Uh, Star uh, Entertainment. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's a big network owned or or. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a. It's. Uh, I, I think they Santa own Rosa, several. Rosa, yeah. yeah Rosa, they own the one in. Yeah, they own the one in in Windsor and a couple other small ones around, but I don't think it's like a big, a big group. Yeah. Gotcha. The reason I ask is um, we and and we just started paying for it again, so we're gonna have to make a decision. But we had the AMC Stubs uh, Prime, mm-hmm. like whatever it's called, the premium membership, where you can watch um, up to three movies a week. Oh damn! For like forty-five bucks a month. That's not bad. So it's forty-five bucks a month, and there was a time where we were going every single week to see a movie. So if you think about movie prices these days, right? You know, and then some days we go and like we do. It's like, oh, it's going to be a shitty Saturday. We do, you know, a triple feature. Double. <laughs> nice. Like, just watch three movies because the movie theaters, the AMCs, at least the ones that I was going to in San Francisco, um, those AMCs were, um, they had full bars. They had, oh, like, nice. really good food and stuff. So you could, like, you weren't, like, like oh, in there with just popcorn. How much popcorn and Twizzlers can I have, you know? It's like... <laughs> that is the question. Yeah. I think the answer is three. Right, just like the Tootsie Pop. Um, no, that's cool. I would love. I mean, well, they used to have. There was another movie thing that was something like that. Uh, I think you had it, didn't you, Steve? Uh, it's like Movie Pass or something. Pass or yeah. Oh, yeah. Movie Pass went away. Movie Pass was that. Yeah. Yeah, and they yeah. kept changing the rules, and people got tired of it. And finally, it well, it went belly up. But I think AMC, the what you're talking about, was kind of their their response to this because yeah. they were uh, trying to trying to take advantage of. of Sure, exactly. They were trying to compete with it or get some of the money or whatever, yeah. You know, it's interesting. I wonder, uh, because this is one of the things I was thinking about um, going to see this. I was like, there really hasn't been a ton of movies out yet, even though, you know, things are opening up. The movies haven't, like, it wasn't like there was a year worth of backlog that they just started dropping. It's like people have still been holding on to them, waiting and waiting and waiting. And uh, I think it's going to take another couple months before we get into that where you almost had a blockbuster every other week kind of thing you know i mean we had fast nine or f9 or whatever um i'm not really interested in seeing that in a theater um i I don't mind the franchise but it's not one of those ones that's like up high on my list to go go to the theater to see i'll watch it eventually right i think Um, through the end of the year you'll start to see yeah some stuff well that's what i'm kind of waiting for is I'm, i'm hoping that they start to you know at least we're getting two good movies a month kind of thing. Um, I know I saw a couple. We got Shang-Chi coming from Marvel in September. Uh, there's the G.I. Joe Snake Eyes movie, which oh, oh, I'm kind of excited excited about Huge that. G.I. Joe fan. I can't wait to see that. Oh, right. That's straight out of my childhood, too. So I'm like, I'm stoked for that. First comic book I ever bought. Nice. <laughs> I uh, I had a Snake Eyes uh, action figure um, back when, when I got my first, the first action figures I got from, from, uh, the G.I. Joe uh, set, I got uh, a set of seven from my grandma for uh, my birthday. And it was like duplicates of like just the regular army looking dudes, like the tank guy, the bazooka guy. I think his name is Bazooka. I can't remember. And then Snake Eyes. So Snake Eyes was the only one that I had like one of. And I carried him around in my pocket at school for like a month and a half. I, I had him with me at all times. It's like oh, he, he was my sidekick. So I'm stoked for that. All right, before we get too much deeper into this, um, just to cover this real quick, uh, here on uh, How We Sees It, one of the things we like to do is uh, come up with a drink that's pairing for our show. 
And uh, I'm going to do this uh, a little bit different because I haven't introduced you guys yet. But I'm going to start with Steve, who's always here as my my co-host in everything I do uh, on the podcast and out. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to throw it to Steve, let him introduce himself or just say hi and tell us what his drink is. Oh, that's a little different way of introducing me. I uh, yeah, giving um, me the yeah. option of saying it how I want to. Mixing it up. <laughs> yeah, mixing um, it up a little. Nice, nice. Um, so, I I think I was just talking to you about this yesterday about I hadn't come up with a drink and it's right and and uh, so I got to look something up vodka because vodka's got to be a part <laughs> of it because that's really all they drink in this movie. Um, and so I started throwing a bunch of words in Google in the Google machine and one of them I did was uh, pig. I put vodka pig. <laughs> Just, just because uh, that scene with the, with the pig at the pig, right, farm, pig farm really really kind of stands out a little bit and was kind of kind of traumatic for the uh, for the audience to sit there and have to wait to see if the pig was gonna die or survive yeah. the uh, the uh, right. the not lack of oxygen. But anyway, um, I found a drink called a fat pig, which I thought was kind of amusing <laughs> because of uh, because of uh, you know the dad claiming to you know being. Well, the pig's name was Alexi also. She right. named the pig after him, so right. it works. Right. It fits yes. even better. And it's also a vodka-based hey, drink. It still got, fits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's got, a, um, it's got a, a black raspberry liqueur, which I thought was kind of fitting because we're dealing with Black Widow, and throw some pineapple oh, look at juice. That. So uh, fat pig cocktail. I'm not quite sure why it's called a fat pig. And there was only one reference I found to it online, even though it said it was a popular drink. Uh, but if you can only <laughs> find one reference to it online, it's probably not that popular. But uh, I went ahead and made that. And I haven't my first time um, getting the uh, the red raspberry liqueur. Uh, Chambord. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Bo, maybe Chambord. you can help me with that. That's right. Okay. Yep. Uh, I was surprised drink. I was able to find it at uh, Safeway. I didn't have to go to Bottle Barn, so it seems oh, yeah. like it's a um, pretty well known one. Um, I so. forget what else it's in. It's in. It's in another. I've heard the name. Yeah, it's a big. It's, there's it's some... in another pretty famous cocktail. Yeah, yeah. It, I even knew the name. This is a wrong word. <laughs> mm. It's nice. It's nice. Uh, you shake it up in a in a in a cup, so it's got a little froth on the top. You, um, you could almost call that uh, uh, still fits, right? Uh, That's still right. Fits. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that would be perfect because that, yeah, that I mean, Alexi was the pig and Alexi was was uh, the the dad, um, and and the the uniform still fits. That's perfect. Awesome, Steve. Good one. All right, uh, as you heard with us us two, uh, Bo is here. He's uh, he's our uh, MCU uh, specialist. Uh, we bring him on for our MCU. Uh, <laughs> uh, specialist might be uh, overselling it, but uh, specialist yeah, guest, let's call it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Not that okay. he has any more knowledge than anybody else on MCU. Probably less, actually, but uh, he enjoys it as <laughs> much as anybody. The MCU, yes, I probably. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's back with us and I'll let you, uh, tell us about your drink. Okay, nice. Well, I went very basic. I'm gonna, I'm gonna back up to tell Steve that, uh, I probably, I probably should have gotten some chamboard myself because actually it wouldn't have made sense. It's in a French martini. So a French martini oh. is vodka, pineapple juice, and chambord. Isn't that what you have? That is, but they called it a fat pig on this, uh, website. Interesting. So. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah, vodka pineapple. And I had to go with that name because that's where I—that's how I discovered it. So sure, yeah. well, of course. <laughs> um, well, and that's how we always discover them. A lot of times is is by the name, just randomly finding stuff, and then <laughs> right. oh, that fits. I find uh, anyway, a lot so of drinks have different that's, that's, names. You though. Can, you can, yeah. So now you can—that can be the fancy name for it when you're yeah. uh, 
having guests over and you're making them one, you can be like, well, I am making French oh, martinis tonight. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I'll be in the back corner. Don't lie. It's a fat pig. <laughs> Don't lie, it's a fat pig. So I went very basic. I went, um, I was actually going to get two drinks. Um, I've been, I've, I've been, I've done that a couple of times. I was going to go for two drinks, but surprisingly enough, um, you know, it's really hard to find things from, um, former communist countries to buy in the U.S. <laughs> I was going to buy some Russian beer and oh, I went okay. to my go-to beer place and I could not find yeah. any Russian beer. And I, I looked online before I went and I was very interested to see that two of the most popular beers in Russia are served in plastic bottles. Oh, interesting. So they're served in like like a one liter plastic bottle and the bottom's got the like bumps on it and everything and all that. Oh, like, so, like yeah, a soda bottle? Like, <laughs> like a soda bottle. It's just like a what, one liter soda bottle. So that's crazy. But I went with Stoli, you know, at least yeah. I got Russian that way. And I'm just going to do a. Well, I'm pretty sure shot. that's the bottle that you see them drinking in the house. I am pretty house. sure that too. That's why I picked it because of the red top. Um, yeah. It looked other, like it. Yeah. The only other brand that has a red top um, is Smirnoff. And I doubt they would go Smirnoff. Now, the cap is gold. So mm -hmm. I think they might have had a different version of the bottle or something like that oh, okay. because the whole I remember when they were doing it, the whole top of the thing was red. So anyway, gotcha. Um, no, that's a perfect one. I, I looked at that too at, at a point. I was like, hmm, okay. Yeah. So I'm just going straight shot. I think Prost is the correct uh, Russian nice. version of Cheers, and then <laughs> down it goes. Awesome. All right, and normally we have also uh, with us Nina, but we had some uh, technical issues on her side. Uh, I think her ha house fell into a huge hole and is, her, is disappeared. Well, <laughs> the technical issue is she lives in a third world state in the U.S. Oh, okay. I think is what the technical issue is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, anyway, go ahead. Isn't that your hometown? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's my former Formal. It's where I'm formerly from. It's okay. I always I always tell people it's <laughs> sounds I like you're trying to I'm distance yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I say I'm from Pennsylvania and they're like, oh, you know, they say a few things and they go, Yeah, Pennsylvania is a great place to be from. It's not, <laughs> it's not a place I would say I'd love to live nice. again. So anyway. that's awesome. All right. Uh so yeah, we're we're gonna be missing her, but I, I figured Bo would be here to uh pull up the, the, the his socks and, and cover the female yep. perspective on this this uh episode <laughs> for us. Oh, so, nice. Um, well, and since she's not here, uh, I know Bo said he was going to do an extra shot for her. Um, so we'll make sure that he does that and get him nice and lit. We do that. Um, I went with uh, a drink that I kind of I kind of was looking around at, at different things and trying to figure out what I wanted to do um, and what made sense to me. And I kept coming back to the Red Guardian. Right. He just oh, yeah. something about him in this movie spoke to me. And, and I'll talk a little bit more about it later. Uh, after watching it again today, I was I figured out exactly part of what it was. So, so I started thinking, gotta have vodka, right? Russian, gotta have vodka. They drink vodka through the whole thing. So I started with that, and I'm like, what what goes good with uh, vodka and is red? I'm like, okay, cranberry, you know, uh, vodka and cranberries, which you know is a staple drink for a lot of people. Matter of fact, uh, that was the uh, drink I had on the limo ride over to my wedding that I got hammered on, so I was a little drunk before the, the ceremony <laughs> <Aww>. started. <laughs> so, I mean, it was free in the limo. I'm not going to just let it go. Sure. So I started with that, and then I'm like, what others? What else could I add to this to make this this better, make this more of a Red Guardian? And then I started thinking, he, he talked about being out of prison and, and having that energy. It made me start thinking energy drink, Red Bull and vodka, right? 
I'm like, okay, so let me let me start there. Let me let me add that base to it. So now I got this vodka and I got cranberry juice and then I got uh, Red Bull. <clears throat> I'm like, that's not enough. It's got to be more. So I started looking up drinks and I found a drink called a Red Russian. Oh. Red Russian is kind of like a Black Russian or a White Russian. Starts with vodka and then you add something. In. This one they added a cherry or strawberry liqueur. Um, the one I was looking at was talking about making it their own and, and, and then a cream and it's, it's just a red Russian. And I was like, oh, that sounds delicious. I think I have some cherry brandy at home. I bet you that would work. So I throw in some cherry brandy and then I'm like, well, that's not enough. I got, I got to go one step further. Cause, cause that's the red guardian was, he was over the top. Just everything about him was just, mm, you know, he, he, he had to have it and had to do it. And I remembered they flew to Cuba, right? Oh yeah, right. And and I'm like, okay, so he's gonna be over there. He's he's gonna celebrate because now he's done with this three, three year undercover tour. He's he's gonna be happy. What do they have there? They got a lot of rum. And I found uh, a a rum called Red uh, Red Rum, which you know, perfect fit for this because it's got red color. Comes in this perfectly red bottle. So I'm like. That's what he's going to do. He's going to drink his vodka and rum together. He's going to throw in this cherry brandy, you know, put in a little bit of, uh, what else did I have in there? I forgot already. Uh, cranberry juice uh, and top it with Red Bull. Tasted it the first time. I'm like, it needs a little something else. So I had some grenadine sitting there, and it's red, and I'm like, perfect. So I added a dash of that. And it came out just, it's just really, really good. Throw some Campari so, in there. You get a... Yeah, I almost did. I saw that at, <laughs> at, at Bottle Barn, and I'm like, oh, that's got the right color. Might be um, a little bitter. <laughs> so, yeah, well, that's what I didn't, that's why I didn't do it, because I read right on it and said bitter. And I'm like, no, I think I'm going for, for sweeter. So, yeah, it's got a it's got a nice red color to it. It's very, very delicious. Like, this is this is something you could, you know, drink on a, a hot summer day and drink a lot of. But You're like a didn't. warlock sitting over there with your cauldron, like mixing everything you find. Just like a little bit of this, a little I was. Bit of frog legs, a little bit of uh, <laughs> feather yeah, from so... a phoenix. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, so that's the it's I call I'm calling it the Red Guardian, and it it's basically um, a one ounce of the three vo- uh, alcohols: the vodka, rum, and brandy. Uh, one ounce of cranberry juice. A quarter ounce of the grenadine, and then shake that up, pour it in, and then top with the wow. Red Bull. And wow! <laughs> I, yeah, I went. I went a little. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna start putting some effort into this. I'm gonna start, you know, not look as much and steal other ideas. I'm gonna see how much I can start putting on my own. So, <laughs> I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed that one. Good. So, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. I'm not cheersing with a shot. I'm cheersing <laughs> my, my back. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So now, now we can get into this movie and get really deep into it and, and um, get all the cool spoilers. Uh, this was um, this was a movie that was well overdue. It was actually uh, delayed. I think they said sixteen months or something like that due to COVID. Supposed to release uh, right, almost right at the beginning of when COVID first hit. And it got pushed and pushed and pushed and finally get it. So. Not only was it delayed from its real uh, release, it was also delayed um, in in what it should have been. Um, it, it should have been here in Marvel before we got Infinity War. You, you hear it, Bo? Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Okay. Wait, before we got Infinity War, I don't. I think this should have been released before Infinity War because this this movie was was set right it's, after. Oh, you're talking, you're talking about, about where we are in the timeline, right? Yeah, right. I'm saying that they made a they made a big mistake in not releasing, not making this, and not releasing this before Infinity War. I, I know they didn't have it on plan to re- release it before that, and I think that was, you know, 
you can you can say whatever it was from the executives and why it didn't get made and where they worried that a, a, a female-led movie wouldn't hold its own and stuff like that. And and I think Marvel is the one that could have proven that wrong from the get-go. Like this could have come out. This could have come out way before even. I mean, not necessarily this movie, but a, a Black Widow-led Scarlett Johansson Black Widow-led movie could have come out even before the uh, Age of Ultron. I think. I think she had that enough power, and I think sure. the people the people that are into these kind of movies would have been all about it. So. Well, I wonder. I mean, obviously, I've this is not like trade secrets or anything. It's all over the internet. But I wonder how this interacts with um, the upcoming Hawkeye series, right? Cause, yeah. Because that's like I wonder, like, when is Hawkeye supposed to take place? Like, in what part? And you'll be able to tell once they it actually comes out, but I'm just curious. I think that's well, got to be po- more, more post, yeah, post snap and and uh, and yeah. it's, it seems and they- like it's so long, so far away though, because it seems like, and I'm jumping way ahead, and we never go <laughs> scene by scene, so it doesn't really matter. But um, I think I'm just I'm just wondering what um, where that falls in, and you know how they're going to kind of work that all in together, and and the fact that. Uh, Jeez, I drew a total blank, man. I think I just broke. Um, no, something, it had something to do with the post credit Have another scene. shot. I, it's, I know. It was, exactly. well, okay, so the, the post credit scene was was uh, at um, Nat's gravesite. Right, exactly. With her sister paying her respects and stuff like that. And then we get right. Valentina, who showed up, um, who was originally this, I guess, was going to be the first vision of the- her, or first, first spot of her. But this yeah. could have all changed... Because of COVID, they may have reshot that. Actually, I read I read that they'd made zero changes to the production since since you know sixteen months ago when it was supposed to be released, which I thought was pretty impressive that they didn't go back and reconsider and no, they kept it the same way it was. So yeah, um, I read that on Wikipedia, so that could be wrong, but (laughs) but I did read it. (laughs) But it's on the internet; it's got to be true, right? Yeah. No, no. (laughs) I guess what I was going to say was she got her orders. It seems like right away. Um, well, they don't tell us the date that she's she's going to visit that grave. I mean, it's got a lot of stuff in front of it. It could be, yeah. it could be seven eight months after Endgame, essentially. Yeah, you know, you're which, right. You're which right. is the time frame of, um, let's see, Falcon and Winter Soldier was like six months after Endgame, which yeah. I think is when I still look back and think about it. I think that was even too early in the time frame. I right. think, you know, it would have it would have been more like a year later kind of thing, but. It is what it is. So I think this is going to be sometime after Falcon Winter Soldier, um, but you know, not too far after that. Where Wanda was three weeks after Endgame. So okay. uh, and Loki technically was during Endgame, no but spoilers was it on really? That. I haven't watched that yet. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet either. Shut up! <laughs> I'm so disappointed. Yeah, I, I'm anxious um, too, and they're all available now. I am so, too. Um, yeah, I'm now you're also- very anxious as well. <laughs> <laughs> now you guys can yeah binge watch it, which would probably do pretty good. So mm-hmm. yeah, probably. There's only six episodes, which I think was also a, a problem. Are they wish... hours? An hour long, or is it? Like they're they're very much they're, like all, they're all, no no. I think it's very much like the Falcon Winter Soldier, where it's six episodes, all about okay. forty something minutes. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. so perfect. Okay. Uh, 
forgot what we were talking about now. Anyways, yeah, so, uh, yeah, well, it's going to be, I mean, this this is one of the criticisms of this movie was it was less of a Scarlett Johansson-led Black Widow movie and more of a introduce um, uh, Pew um, movie, you know, where she is, her sister, uh, Florence Pugh, plays uh, Yelena Belova, which is another Black Widow in the MCU world. Um, and and so it it was kind of some people are criticizing it that it's that it's not necessarily the the send off movie for for Scarlett Johansson that it should have been um, and more of and and she I, does I agree it was she steals as, this but, movie but but I don't think that's a criticism of the movie I think the I think the movie you know chose to t- tell a story rather than just be this yeah. you know this this. Uh, platform for scarlett johansson to kick ass i i i I appreciate you know what they did with it i i like that it wasn't just an origin story i think we talked a little bit about this offline yeah i would have rather had an origin story i think but i liked that this you know it 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 was a way of kind of bringing out her origin without making it an origin story so you got to learn a lot about her through her family through her quote you know when when we refer to dad when i refer to dad mom and sister even though they they weren't all biological i think i think it's fair that they were if i were family if i I say dad or mom that's that's what i'm referring to so don't call me out on it it was real to me yeah it was real to me okay (laughs) they could still do an origin story though that's the good thing about this because if there were an origin story you could you would have to totally recast it it's not going to be scarlett johansson you know as a kid it's going to be some kid actress well, so what i, mean, I was maybe think- there still would be an origin story kind i of was that. thinking more of like the the origin story of the where clinton bart clip barton uh, hawkeye goes to take her out and that whole like her how they figure how she changes his mind from killing her to helping her defect from there to shield and then that 10 days in yeah. budapest um well said so <laughs> yeah. well done well done um and and so that uh they could um tell that story because that's that's a big line across all the movies that we ever hear you know there's always the i, I mean it's the perfect line from the beginning the, the first avengers you know this is just like Budapest. And he goes, you remember it, Budapest, totally different than I do, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, I mean, it's a great thing, and it sets, I mean, I would love to see that. And they played up, they played a lot of it up in this movie, but yeah. I would love to see that whole thing. And I think it could be more of a spy movie, which I think a lot of people also wanted in this, rather than kind of action, Moonraker ripoff that it was. I, I love when they put mm. little nods. Well, it's almost frustrating because it makes you, it demands that you go back and watch the previous movies. Like when she interviewed Loki in Avengers and Loki, right. I, I think Loki even dropped something about her killing, um, uh, Rakoff's daughter. Rakoff's daughter. And, and, and so I, now I want to go back and watch that scene and say, okay, well, what, what do you say? Um, cause something well, was hinted and, there. But, I like that. But she, <laughs> wouldn't you think that Loki being a space God, that don't you think, you know, it, don't you think he would know? He's adopted. He's not really killer? a god. Well, that's true. Uh, he may, but <laughs> right. but do you think he would tell her? Oh, you didn't really kill her. He, well, he, right. He, used he it would to wait. His advantage, he, right. he would he would hold that that card good point. too close to his hand. Did he call her a muling a muling whim or or what it was it? He, he, that was such a great scene for her. It was. And, and we got a little payoff of it too when she's talking to um, Drakeoff at the end. Yeah. 
where she's kind of playing the role and then flips it on him yeah. and uh, and brings back that callback. Uh, thank you for your cooperation. And that's her uh, superpower, her, her ability to kind of deceive her way through a situation. And, and, and I was glad that they, they, they played that out. I wish they would have had more of her being that spy and that, that instead of more of the the hardcore action that we got. Now, I, I had uh, no problem with the hardcore action, but I think that was what... We get well, that in I all the other Marvel us, films. I think I think they gave us something a little different. They gave us more her family, and it got it got deeper into that. I I know what you're saying because that is a big part of her her character, her ability to kind of deceive her way through a situation. And I'm glad they made a nod to that. But I'm really impressed with how they chose to explore her backstory with so, her. I love family. the family Sorry. part. That's actually one of my favorite parts of this movie. What I would have liked is that third act. Uh-huh. To change that whole thing from the the, the Moonraker fall out of the sky deal and flying great? through the she sky. Was watching Moonraker earlier. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. It's it, it's one of the all most campy James Bond. It's all Bond. over that when yeah. you do any kind of research, it's one of the first thing that comes up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I, I thought it was funny, but I would have liked to change that and had it more of like a Mission Impossible, uh, Ocean's Eleven type thing of them oh. getting in and doing all the stuff without the full on. Hardcore action so and we're falling drop, out of sky. We're, drop, we're dropping all these movies. Can I bring up a movie that I have not seen reference <laughs> no. at all on the internet <laughs> regards to this, but I, I think it's so integrated, and that's Wizard of Oz. Um, you know, she even calls out during the dinner scene that, you know, her her mother has no courage and her father is an <laughs> idiot. And then there's the whole question about her heart, um, and which I think oh. is which I think is tied to her sister. I think Good she's call. surrounded by, you know, she's got her dad who's who's uh, who's the, the bumbling idiot is the scarecrow with no brain. She's got her mom right. who's the lion who's cowardly. She's got her her sister who's who's the tin man that is really kind of turned her heart turned away from her heart. She's got uh, you know Drakov who's the who's Oz you know pulling the strings in the background. The Red Room, which is the Emerald City. I, I just see so many ties to this that I was I was I almost, would Mason be Toto? I almost made my own drink. Uh. <laughs> I almost made my own my own drink where I was like, I'm gonna have a shot of vodka, which is li- liquid courage. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have a you know a, a, a shot of uh, you know power drink. You know something to represent yeah. each each different different character. That, that's but, cool. I like that. That but, that's a and good, she also good kind call. of has two families too, where she's got her Avengers family that's broken. So she's gone into this new world to try to piece herself together before she goes back, just like in Wizard of Oz, how Dorothy goes off to, to this fantasy world and, yeah. and pieces it together. So I got kind of excited thinking about that. You know, you're 100% right. I have, I've listened to several podcasts again on, on this subject and no one brought that up and that, that's awesome. Uh, that's, that's really good. I, I'm, I'm good with that. I hadn't heard that. And it makes, I mean, I definitely, it makes sense. Like, well. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I, I would have never thought thoughts. of of her as Dorothy, but now that you that you put it that way, yeah, that does make a lot of sense. It's cool. Yeah, uh, speaking of that dinner table, or all scene. the other Black Widows, the monkeys, no, <laughs> or, the, or the Munchkins. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. They could be like both. They could be in Taskmaster. Well, so we could they were they were both. They were they were the monkeys until they got red gassed, and then they, they were, were the Munchkins. munchkins. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, no, that's that's awesome. Uh, speaking of that that table scene, right where where we uh, speak, it starts off with uh, them falling out of the sky in the helicopter because it ran <laughs> out of gas. Hilarious moment. I laughed both I know, times. Like, I think we have enough gas. The dumbest guy on the helicopter. I, I think we have enough gas. Yeah, and I appreciated it too because I thought some of the action was a little outlandish. And when the helicopter drops out 
I, I kind of thought, okay, they're almost acknowledging how kind of outlandish <laughs> some of this is. You know, they're getting through with hardly a scratch. You know, she doesn't yeah. have any superpowers, or does she? I don't. I don't know. But but I mean, the fact okay, we're she... gonna bring that up. Okay, Hold, okay. Put, put a pin in that one because <laughs> that one I'm uh, that one's coming up. Nina actually, I asked her if she had anything to talk about, oh, and that right. she okay. brought up a same question that I had questions about. But I wanted to talk about that 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 dinner scene. Okay, that, that... all right. So they land. They they they're basically walking to where where the mom Melina is, is lives, and and it's kind of this this weird reunion where everybody but uh, Natasha is kind of feeling feeling it nostalgia wise. Like you know the dad's all into it. He's he's just happy you know to have everybody back. <laughs> right. The mom is kind of like half feeling it, kind of like a, a a mom and dad in like an old sitcom would be. Like the mom just dishing out food and, and trying to make everything normal again. Uh, Yelena is just kind of playing the role, but also kind of being a little pissed because it's not, you know, it wasn't always the way she wanted. And Natasha's like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> and so it worked out really good. And uh, some of the, someone was talking about uh, how, uh, and, and I hope you guys can speak to this because it doesn't fit with me just because how I grew up, but they sat in the same positions at the table that they did when they were kids. And and one of the guys was talking about. Oh, he's like, I didn't realize that. Every time he goes back to his parents' house and his brothers there, they sit down at the table. They always sit in their spot. And growing up eating on the couch, you know, watching TV with my dad because it was just me and my dad. And then that's how I am with my family. It's like we very rarely eat at the table, so there's never been spots. <laughs> so sure. I can't I can't understand that. But I, when he was talking about, it, I was like. Yeah, okay, I can see that. That makes sense. If for someone, a family sure. that eats at the table every night, you have your spot. And I thought that was really cool that they they brought that back and did that. And I thought that was really kind of cool. Well, and I'll and to to I'll agree with you too. I um like now in my adult life, I can't remember the last I mean, unless it's like a formal meal, like Thanksgiving right. dinner or something like that. Like we rarely eat at the a table. chair. <laughs> like, well, like today, I eat standing up in the kitchen because nice. I was pressed for time. Right? Hey, so did I. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I was like, I got to get going. I I was at work late, and I came home, and and I was like, you know, Kelly had already eaten, so I was just like chowing down, standing at the counter. Um, you know, usually sit on the couch or yeah. You know, actually, we do. We we've, we've been during COVID. We've actually been trying to make that a habit of sitting down at a table for whatever reason. You know, it's funny now that the girls moved out. We kind of sit at the table more now together. Than, yeah. than we've ever had in the past. Two of you or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, we swapped but, because Cindy set up her whole teaching setup on our <laughs> dining room table, so that's off limits now. So. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, but if we were to, um, if I were to go to my parents' house, yeah, like they live in the same house I grew up in, and if I were okay. to go to my parents' house and we were going to have dinner in the kitchen, I know exactly where I would sit. Yeah, like if we were going to eat in the kitchen, I'd be like, this is where I'm sitting. Dining room is a different story because it's like always a little bit different. But I generally, right, if it was just the five of us in the dining room, I'd sit in the same place there too. Yeah. Like I just, I just know if if my parents, you know, decided, hey, we're all having dinner together, just the five of us, I would know where I would sit. Nice. You know. Yeah. That's, no, that's perfect. I, so I get that. Yeah. Well, that that was a really cool thing, and 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 so the whole the conversation. I mean, this was one of the 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 more emotional times of the movie. Um, it started with this scene, and it was the whole back and forth where you know you have the dad talking about or Lexi talking about you know got my family back together and everything's good and he's just he's he's excited you know this is this is where he comes back in and it still fits and there you know and yeah. the funny thing about it was is he sits down and and he's he's talking to the wife uh you know uh Melina and he's like 
uh, he's like, I have to say that you, you know, you're still as beautiful as ever. And she's like, oh, he goes, you got fat, but it's still okay. And ah. then, and then, and right off that, he goes, he goes, I've been in jail a long time. He goes, <laughs> and I got energy. And right away, Natasha goes, Ugh, and just yeah. says the like, I can't believe you guys. My kids do that to me and Alyssa all the time because we do shit like that to them all the time. They're constantly like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> so I, I, I totally, I was like right there with them. And then, you know, we go further into that, and and you know, Natasha's the one that's basically calls it out, like, "Hey, this this shit wasn't real." And that's when uh, Yelena pulls probably the, one of the most emotional parts of this whole fucking movie, uh-huh. right? And she was like, it's real to me. And her acting in this and everything, like, fuck, I believed it so 100%. I, like, I teared up a little bit at this scene. I teared up more a little bit later, and I'll tell you about that in a second. But I started to, like, oh, damn, I, I fucking feel for her so bad because she was just, like, so emotional. And it's like, it was real for me. Don't tell me the one part of my life that I still hold on to, the heart, the deepest wasn't real because it was real to me. And I was like, holy shit. She, she had a lot to say about her, you know, some of the lines she's, she said, I think, I think she was actually the inspiration for the whole thing about the, you know, the poser, you know, where she was teasing Scarlett <laughs> oh Johansson about that. That was fucking hilarious. And, and they wrote that into the script because of their, you know, their interaction. She really, uh, the whole scene about the hysterectomy, which is that, you know, when, when, uh, yeah. dad accuses her of being, you know, on her period, being on the, her time of the month, she's like, I don't get periods. And that whole thing, which is really awkward and uncomfortable, but man, it was delivered so well where she fought to make sure that got in the movie. Both her and, and, uh, Johansson, yeah. Scarlett Johansson fought for that. Yeah. Um, um it came I, on to, it came on a rewrite. What happened was, is they, that the line was in there from the dad and then it just stopped. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then so uh, the women found out about it and and went back to rewrite and they're like, no, we want. And then that's where the comeback came in and it was like it, it hit so perfectly. Yeah. And I think it's the delivery. It's the 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 way she delivers. It's just so fucking perfect. It's she's. It's such a well done because you know it's funny at the same time. It's real. It's not like oh god get, yeah. It's not like they're getting slapstick laughs. They're getting hard hitting, but emotional. Things that resonate, and you kind of go, "Oh my God, this is really funny." You, you laugh and at, at the it, same you, time, you go, oh. yeah, heavy. I liked, I liked their uh, camaraderie because they did bicker like sisters did, but it never got. It was, it was more like a, a Thelma and Louise relationship where there's a lot of emotion going on, but they never really. Uh, they weren't the bickering couple that you see a lot in in movies that I get kind of tired of. They they argued like siblings. Yeah. They acted like they acted like siblings. But it wasn't just arguing. There was a lot, a lot of emotion and and, and they would move from a from a kind of a bickering moment to, to something that really connected right away because that's kind of how siblings sometimes can react. You know, they they there's a lot of emotion. I can't speak to that as much because my siblings are all a lot younger than me, and I never really lived with them longer okay. than, you know. I think most of them I lived with when they were infants and then didn't really live with them much again just oh, because wow. of the, my family situation. I got three sisters and, and I hardly lived with any of them, just but whatever. But, no, I get it. And, and But it's one of those things is I've always envied about people that have close siblings is that – and I see it in my daughters, too. It's like one of those things. They fight to the point where I want to smack them all, like literally just shut the fuck up. I'm tired of you guys fighting. But it's one of those things is they'll fight like that all the time and argue and snip at each other. But if anybody else comes in and says anything, oh, yeah. it yeah. is like fucking 
spraying meat sauce on someone and letting the lions loose they will t attack like uh i remember uh and bo you might remember this because it happened at fair uh Emily one time um, someone started picking on on Sierra just joking with her saying something okay. and Emily came up and, and stood right in front of him and like you don't pick on my like literally was like chest out was ready to throw down you know and she's all about two feet tall and you know four <laughs> years old or whatever but she was like you don't say shit to my sister or about my yeah. sister or I'll tear your you know I'll chew your ankle right off and so uh, <laughs> it's one of those things is I saw a lot of that in there where it's like they're going to bicker and they're going to go at each other, but no one else can touch them. No one else, you know, they, they have that love for each other. And I, I think they played it perfectly and it worked out great. Yeah. Um, which is probably yeah, no, one of the better parts of this movie. Yeah. I think it's the heart of the movie. And, uh, but that's where I think this movie elevates itself a bunch of over a lot of the other Marvel ones, because all the Marvel ones are going to deliver on action. I think this had its good action moments. It had some great action moments. It had its ridiculous action moments, but you're going to get those from a lot of the Marvel, yeah. but it had, it had a heart that I think re and, and the way it talked about family and integrated that into the storyline really resonated with me. I don't think it would resonate with all people, but, but for me, it really connected. Yeah. I so have what? a note here. Oh yeah, Sorry, go, go, go. No, no, go. I have a, go. I have a note here um, that we were we were talking about um, before the whole family aspect. Is this really just a sappy family movie with a lot of action? Like, kind of. I yeah, think I it mean, is. I, I don't I, think sappy I mean, is the right word. I think it had its humorous moments, but I think it goes. I think it. I think. Yeah, well, sappy to me is like the love and like all the like oh like a Aww. lot of the oh. And, oh, like yeah, I feel for sappy them. Is like, I feel really sappy is like maudlin. It's like it's like that's that's where you almost roll your eyes at some of that stuff. I wasn't rolling my eyes at the family yeah. dynamics in this one. So so I think it 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 was it was deeper than that. I wouldn't give it sappy. It's it's almost the family you wish you had. Um, so I want I wanted to, uh, b before I forget about it, not that I could, but watching it again today, um, there's the scene where we just talked about the dinner scene and Yelena walks off after she's pissed off and she goes in the room and Alexi gets up, you know, dad's going to go, go take care of this, which right away you're like, oh shit, this never oh, this works out. Well. Right. Well, so he goes in there and she's like, I let, I, I came in here cause I didn't want to talk. And he goes, okay, I'll sit down and no talking, but yeah, he doesn't shut up, which is a total dad thing. <laughs> And, you know, and he, and he's just talking through the whole thing and just foot and mouth kind of stuff too. Like, you know, and, but you know, as it goes, you can see that he's trying to, he's doing his best to say the right thing, but he's not always saying the right thing. And then he does the, the song, right? He's, he stands up and he starts to, he starts to say something and you're like, what the fuck is he saying? And you realize that he's, he's talking out the lyrics for the, for the song oh, that yeah, was played right. earlier. That was pretty good. And uh, so this was the time I teared up this this scene um, and the reason it hit me so much is because and this is why I think I, I really resonate with with the Red Guardian and I think if if I was going to be a character in this movie or in the Marvel I might be Red Guardian um, <laughs> because he is the dad that loves him so much that he doesn't know how to be the perfect dad but he tries so hard that he fucks up and fucks up you know you know what I mean. He, yeah. he he cares so much, but he just bumbles it. And I I resonate with that because I've done that so many times. It's like I don't know the right things to say, and I try things, and I fuck it up, and I probably make things worse, but it's out of caring rather than out of 
just not being what right or whatever i mean and so i saw so much in that like where i'm like god that's that's me in so many ways and i literally was sitting there in that chair going oh no i'm not crying you're crying i don't know what (laughs) you're talking about and uh i can totally see you putting your arms around your your girls uh oh yeah how many kills you guys make me proud (laughs) with another how much Uh, blood blood is on your ledger you know not not quite the same as 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 this character but as far as maybe i mean yeah it it might be and and them doing the same it would be the push it away oh you you smell so bad like that that (laughs) made me laugh so hard but yeah it was it was everything he did was was that that dad that he loved so much but he's just not the emotional t- it's almost a any dad with just daughters yeah right well, and, <laughs> yeah. and almost like it's just right, that's what that he was right as, as mm-hmm. idiotic as he is the fact that he doesn't give up earns him points and that's almost like he just keeps trying and trying and trying and regardless just just that uh, the fact that he's trying so many times they finally say fine <laughs> right i'll, I'll give right in no and then and, and we can move forward you know yes so that 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 to me was perfect, and and, and that's kind of where my Red Guardian drink came from because I, I really resonated with him. And David um, Harbour is is a great actor for that that sort of role. You know, he's got the Stranger Things behind him, and uh, uh, he's he re- and I think he was Hellboy too, wasn't he? Hellboy at least. Yeah, in Hellboy. The, in the thing. not much not too much praise for that one, but <laughs> no, no. But uh, the original hard... Hellboy or one of the more no, no, it was a new it was a new remake, one, the one that came out a few years ago that they tried. They to... didn't do as well. No, it didn't. Um, so one of the things someone else brought up, and and I can't I can't claim thinking this, but it was one of those things. Is so we know Red Guardian got uh, a super soldier serum similar to Steve Rogers. And, okay, so you know, that's what I was going to ask, and and. I, I have that question, but go ahead. I'm, I'm glad you're talking about this. So, so the question I have was: is is in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? They talked about again uh, the the super soldier serum brings out the best in you or the worst in you. you know, it brings out you know your your top thing, right? We know Steve became the you know the he was the Boy Scout and became the Super Boy Scout, and you know Red Skull was anger and all that, and he became. So what was Red Guardian? What did what did it improve on him other than his strength? Is like what what attribute did it? Maybe he got dumber. <laughs> <laughs> like like maybe he just was like you know the big sort of like um, you know what's the guy from Of Mice and Men? The, the big sort of... Right, right, yeah. You know... Uh, uh, the big, nice, that. dumb guy, yeah. Yeah, the big, nice, dumb guy that was super strong and all that. It's like, you I know, maybe... Thinking, uh, Green Mile. Green oh, Mile. Green Mile, a... yeah, 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 right, exactly. He's um, got kind of that teddy bear quality, too. I, and, I, yeah. and I say that because, you know, my my wife is... She lo- she lo- she loves... She loved my dad when he was around, and he was he was very much like that. He was kind of this big teddy bear you know and 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 she just was drawn to that sort of character um you know she likes you Noah, because i think you kind of yeah. have that same sort of teddy bear quality that and and uh and maybe that's why he's kind of connecting with you i don't know how that can get amplified with a serum though but uh well, <laughs> i think well, it was, was it, it maybe was, just a different maybe was it just maybe a russian version of the serum like, well they, but they say know, every Every even version of it kind of is not the exact same. Like Steve got the pure shit. Everybody else got something cut with something different, right? Well, and you also, know, right. Some, but this, all Drakeoff, the Super Soldier Drake, serums. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say Drakeoff was having you know him smuggling information about the mind controls. You know, the, he was getting stuff from from Hydra. He was stealing stuff from Hydra. So it was probably the same sort of thing where something yeah. was stolen from Hydra and manipulated using Russian yeah. scientists, and they came right. up with their own serum. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean, what 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 year? 
was 95. No, no, no. Ohio. In Ohio. <laughs> what year was um, the original Super Soldier Serum? Um, oh, well, that so it was, was World War Two, right? Yeah. And I don't know. My history's rusty at best. Were we allies in World War Two with Russia? Or Wait, was it World War Two or World War One? Two, because he wanted to, he he was going to punch Hitler. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay, I'm sorry. Right. It was World War Two. Um, um, so, we were Wonder Woman allies with Russia because they were yeah. fighting Germany also. Right. Yeah, Great so, Britain, United States, and Soviet Union. Yeah, so anyway, so I was thinking, but, you know, the Cold War didn't come too long after that, I guess. Right. I mean, and, and, but, you know, well, who knows? It was, it, was, it was a stolen thing, but, I mean, we're finding out, like, you know, through more and more stuff, and, and if you know the comics, you know everybody and their mom got a little super soldier serum. It's not, it wasn't just Steve, and then it was done. Well, like, it's probably in the water system. Like, we've probably gotten some super soldier serum, you know, the fluoride, right? Right, or that's the what it is. Plastics. It's like microplastics. We all have a little bit in us. You know, maybe he's maybe he's a little bit like U.S. agent. You know, he's got kind of that cockiness that, that can get amplified. And, you know, U.S. Agent, was... US agent doesn't, you know, he doesn't have the serum that, that amplifies your emotions. Instead, it's just a serum. Oh, yeah, it does. I'm, I thought it was, I thought his. No. That's they, what brought it out. It brought I had, it. I thought they had changed it, and so it didn't affect you. No, that was the whole point in Falcon and Winter Soldier. They were, uh, you know, um, uh, when uh, U.S. agent at the time, fake Captain America, was talking to Lamar, and Lamar was saying it. You know, it brings out those things, and he goes, "It's going to bring out you the best because you're this, this, and this." But what it brought out was his over zealousness right you know his he, he had it when he killed the guy because yeah. it brought out his revenge and his rage and stuff like that so it it didn't do it's not as bad as like red skull but it also wasn't as good as captain america so it, it he didn't have the same traits i get that they also had the whole discussion about the, the lab said he had taken a lot of those things out so it didn't affect people the same way um, I know it. I think they were trying to. Rogers, but, but I think uh, they were trying to say that no matter what, uh, it's going to bring out those it, traits. It just whenever you power you up, up, like you're on steroids, like like yeah, just well, and that, really well. Okay, and that's why I think I think uh, Red Guardian he got more. You know, you were saying the the bravado and stuff. I think he got he has that courage and that that um, you know, not necessarily. Oh, I had a better word for it, bravado, but it's like his enthusiasm about being, you know, gusto, that, that power. Gusto, yeah. yeah. And yeah, Gusto's a good one that came out of him. And, and, you know, and it, and it carries across everything, like how happy he is to be the dad and how happy he is to be around his family and how he wants to fight and break, you know, his, his big thing was his battles with captain America. It wasn't yeah. about good or bad. It was like, I just want to throw down. I want to spar with this guy and see who walks out the other side. He didn't want to kill him. He just wants to challenge. He, yeah. You know, he wants to to prove himself. You know that he's well, that powerful. Goes to the arm wrestling scene in the beginning. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like exactly. He wants he wants the challenge. What What do you think? Do you think that there's? You know, he's so he 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 so much believes that he fought Captain America. You, you know, back <laughs> then. And and as you know, as as Ursa. Ursa said, or some one of the guys said, you know, it was that was back before the wrong time frame. Yeah, you know, he was still in the yeah. in the ice, you know, at that time. So, do you think he's just completely screwed up in his mind, or do you think maybe you know we've got a lot of different different uh, timelines? We have Steve Rogers went back in time, and he you, fought you know, somebody. Yeah, or maybe it was an but uh, 
Any thoughts? He I mean, had to. I have a feeling they're going to probably address this maybe in a later movie, and and because you know the fact that they're going in with the new Spider-Man and they're going uh, through the the different uh, what do they call multiverses, it? Spider- multiverses right? That and and Steve Rogers also went back in time in in uh, in Endgame, and so there's a second you know there's a second Steve Rogers living living. Well, and he may he may have fought. Universe. He may have fought Isaiah from, um, you know, when he was Captain America. Who, who knows? But he he must have. And in the comics, he definitely fights him several times. I mean, yeah. he's he's that mirror mirror image. But we can't um, take the comics as MCU world. You know, they're they're making up their own world as they go. They're drawing from the comics. Right. But, uh, but true, true. All right. There's a, you guys got anything else really hot? Because I've got I've got so many questions. I, I want to start nailing some yeah. of these. <laughs> I uh, I just have. Um, one thing that I thought was pretty funny, it's it's kind of like an aside that kind of happens sort of through the whole thing. And I wonder if they're going to, they're going to somehow uh, sort of uh, exploit this later mm-hmm. on, I guess, for lack of a better term. The fact that um, Yelena, she always refers to all the other Avengers. She never calls them by their name. Right. So she refers to Thor as God from space Oh, she, she refers to Ant Man as the Incredible Shrinking Convict. That was actually not uh, Yelena. That was um, the Colonel guy. Oh, he's the Colonel guy. Yeah, Secretary. He, no, she's, no. But she also calls Tony Stark. She says Tony Stark. Okay. So, but anyway, so I I, I mixed it up then in my notes because I thought it was I thought like she was going to maybe later later on meet up with um, later on she was going to meet up with. Ant Man, and there was going to be like some kind of a, like, <laughs> like a comedy thing with that, like, like, like the Spider Man and uh, uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, like I'm Peter Parker. I'm I'm Doctor Strange. Oh, we're using made up names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, um, no, so that's uh, the only that's the only kind of thing I had, except for, you know, little little things here and there. But yeah, that's the one big thing. But I obviously blew it, so never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the rumor I heard was that. Um, uh, Yelena will be, um, she'll be part of either the Thunderbolts, is the possibility um, of Dark her Avengers, being part. That's that's part of uh, yeah. Valentina, uh, the, right? The, who what, the people she's assembling, like like U.S. agent, and... right? Yeah, so they're they're oh, they, okay. that might be part of it, or um, the other uh, possibility was. Um, yeah, Dark Avengers or the the Thunderbolts, and so uh, depending on what happens in this Hawkeye one, because you notice, and this is something that I didn't even think about, because and I think a lot of people graze over because they start thinking too much. Uh, Valentina never says uh, this is this is your your job to go kill him. She says this is your next job. Do you yeah, want to take a shot at? So she could be recruiting. Yeah. So that's that's kind of one of those things. So it, it's interesting. I I can't wait to see her and more because I she was uh, by far one of the better uh, characters and actors actors in this movie. Uh, Florence Pugh, who I can't think of. I I I, I, saw, I heard some of the other movies she was she's supposed to be in. Um, you haven't seen Midsummer? No, I have not watched it yet, and I've wanted it's, to. But I watched it. I'll tell you what it was. I heard it's it was, good. It's good. It's interesting. There's unusual. A, <laughs> going on. It's unusual. 
Um, it's not your straightforward what, I, horror movie. It's it's something that's a little like, uh, and I don't even know if it's a up. horror movie. Like, well, it's in the horror genre. It's, yeah, I, I got it's gotcha. in the horror genre, but I wouldn't. I'd call it more thriller. Sort yeah, of I've, I've heard that psychological and psychological yeah. kind of a horror. Maybe psychological horror movie might be the right thing, but it's fucked up. There's a lot of fucked up shit in that movie. That right <laughs> yeah. now. But it's a good movie. Really good I need to watch it again. And, and she's wanna... also supposed to be in Little Women. Yeah, she was really um, good in that. Sydney and I went and saw that in the theater. Yeah, so they're they're praising her a lot in this. Is as far as like who killed it. I think her accent they, by they far cast, was the best out they, of oh, yeah. all of them. <laughs> they, ca- they cast her in this though. After I think that that same year, another movie came out uh, about a woman wrestler that she portrayed. Oh, the fa- all in the family or yeah, the fa- uh, fight for family. The rock was in. Oh it yeah. 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 That in that, family, she got a lot of something yeah. and they cast her after she got, I mean, I think they were already considering her, but that was the one that came out before these other two movies, uh, Midsommar or Midsummer. I think the director says you could pronounce it either way. Um, yeah. and, um, and little women, but, but when that movie came out, they went back and said, Oh, you know, we're interested in, in you. So they He's cast fabulous. her even before, even before those two big ones came out. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing her. Yeah, I'm totally looking forward to seeing more of her um, in whatever. And I know they're setting up they're they're setting up the next phase of of who are the the big team, and it'll be two or three phases of them, hopefully. So we're gonna have more uh, Mackie. We're gonna have more um, of her. We'll have more of um, uh, the U.S. agent. I'm blanking on his name. He's a uh, the son of uh, uh, Goldie Hawn and um, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh uh, really? I didn't know. Yeah. That. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's what's his something Russell? His his last name's Russell also. Um, oh. But yeah, he's the son of them. Huh. Uh, so I think that's going to be the big setup for season four. I won't spoil anything because Loki really sets us up to flow into season or uh, phase four also. Gotcha. Um, some of the other little quick things I wanted to talk about that these are these are small things. What did you guys think about the opening um, remake or, or cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit? Uh, when they did that opening scene of the girls being kind of like after the Cuba scene where they're kind of in the journey thought, to the red room. I thought it was a fu- it was fine. I'm a big fan of the of the Nirvana, you know, song, but uh, but it kind of I kind of was trying to listen to the lyrics a little bit and try to relate it to their predicament. And so I thought it was it sure. fit well, but it always I'm not I'm not a big fan of covers when the other ones. Uh, really resonate oh, good. more for me. Well, so. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you what I'm a sucker for a cover. I I it's probably if you can call cover songs a genre of music. I I think I you love, can. Yeah, I love cover songs. One of my favorite bands is a band that only does cover songs. Nice. Um, and they do punk covers of different genres from show <laughs> tunes, show nice. tunes, country, uh, R and B. Who who like, what group? What group? I want to hear. Called me first in the gimme gimmies. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. They're, they're my they're my favorite. They're my favorite band. I Covers love seeing the concert. You can go on YouTube and like find songs that n- you never knew were covers. You know, they'll they'll list you'll they'll play like Oh, yeah. And you'll like, "Oh my gosh, that was a cover." That All was along a cover. the Watchtower. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. I mean, that was Bob Dylan initially, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, we we, we, we did it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so to, but to answer your question, I am a sucker for a cover song and I just it didn't grab me. It wasn't like enough for the scene. Like okay. I don't mind that cover of that song, but I think it didn't fit for me in that moment. 
Like it was kind of like I was like, oh, this Did is. You? I was like, oh, this. Oh is my like god, I, Teen Spirit. I was so into it the first time. I was like, oh my god, this is fucking awesome. But it was hard. It was disturbing because the images that were going along with it. But I loved. I was like, oh, I'm getting amped for the music. I'm like, oh, but I'm getting sad because of the the situation. Amped for the music and. So the next time I watched it, because a lot of people talked about it, people are all over the board. They either hate it, love it kind of thing, just like everything else in the world. Um, I didn't get as much out of it the second time because I was looking more into um, the visuals. Uh, okay. But I, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it, it, I, loved, I love the fact that a cover is when it's a good cover. There's a, there's a cover of the of Zombie, uh, Cranberry Zombie, oh, by yeah. a, a group that is just like phenomenal. Like Alien Ant Farm does the cover of... Um, from Michael Jackson, um, uh, Annie, uh, hmm. that is, it's, I think it's better than the Michael Jackson, which, I well, mean, that's hard to say. What was that? Donnie um, Darko, Donnie Darko, uh, did the cover from a tears for fears song, um, where it was really, rather than kind of that, that techno mix, they did it. It was a really heavy song all around yeah. me, you know, the familiar faces, yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, and they, and the, oh, I think right, the cover right, right. of it, the cover of that, which was an old Tears for Fears song back from the 80s, uh, you know, I think placed a lot higher, and that's the more <laughs> memorable track. Yeah, it definitely happens. So there's like, yeah, so there's like that, uh, um, there's like, I'm crazy. You know, there's, um, um, oh man, I can't remember the guy's name. Sing <laughs> the guy who sings uh, Fuck You, the song Fuck You, um, CeeLo Green. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He sings, yeah. So when he was, oh, with Charles, I thought that was forget you. When he was you. with Doris Barkley, when he was with Doris Barkley, that's the radio version. I know. I'm yeah, he, he did. He did um, a song called "I'm Crazy" or "You're cra Crazy." I think it's just the name of the song. I think it's just. I've heard crazy. that song covered so many times. On like, <laughs> on like uh, just like summer. This we listen to like background music. We'll have like the summer chill station on for, for Spotify <laughs> or something like that, and that song will come on. I'll be like, oh my gosh, that's this song, and it's like such a good cover. Like, but nice. yeah. Well, um, th there was a cover, you know, one of my, one of my favorite bands growing up was the Smiths and one of their most well-known tracks is a song called How Soon Is Now. And what was the Charmed? Charmed was the series, um, that came out, I think it was in the nineties maybe, uh, with, with the three, the three women that were three witches. witches. Yeah. Yeah. And it had, it used How Soon Is Now as its opening and it was a cover of of the Smiths version, and it, oh. it just—it almost turned me off. Of any time I hear a cover now, I just get angry that the fact that they <laughs> used a cover for this this uh, series. So I, I wonder. So <laughs> you were a depressed teenager? Is that what you're saying? Because you know, you're like a Smith Morrissey fan, kind of a thing. He listened to kind Cure of also. Around. Yeah, he, he uh, was also a big Cure fan, I'm sure. <laughs> I was, I was, and they were, you know, Morrissey and and Robert Smith were not, uh, didn't care for each other very much. So, but, yeah. but they're part of your emo uh, get started pack. That's right. right. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, I just wanted to cover that just because a lot of people talked about it, and, I, and to me, the first time I heard it, I was like, oh my god, that's so cool, and. Um, I kind of think I would have to go listen to it by itself just to see if it if it really resonates. Um, did anybody have issues with the Red Room timing on this? Like, we've seen, um, it was Age of Ultron where we got the flashbacks of the Red Room and we see Natasha in there kind of as a teenager, kind of the age where she would be now. Um, and then we get the this where she was in the Red Room, then got released for three years to go be part of this fake family, then brought back into the Red Room. Did, did, did that sit okay with you guys? Or I kind of questioned it. It just... 
I mean, continuity errors. I think it's on the lower totem pole of continuity issues for me. It wasn't something that I had yeah. a problem with, so no. Okay. No, I didn't either. Yeah, it's it's. I, was, I, I mean, I had bigger I, continuity continuity errors with uh, how the cap kept being on and off of the vodka bottle when they were having dinner all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I had bigger I thought, problems with that than I had with the Red Room kind uh, of That's to, funny. To me, the font they use whenever they introduce a uh, a new city, like Ohio, and it's, yeah. you know, or, yeah. in, in all these all these MCU movies, to me, is to me so obnoxious, the way it just, they cover <laughs> the whole screen, Morocco, yeah, you yeah, know, where yeah. I'm here. Hey, that's, but, that's exactly Civil War, though. But That was the same I, as Civil War. I know, I'm in a lot of these, but... Uh, for Red Room with the big Red Room reveal, I thought it was because uh-huh. I thought that oh. was like I thought it was a bold uh, cut, you know, where they cut. Okay, to, it reminded let's, me let's of talk- Clouds, Cloud City from Empire Strikes Back. Boom. Okay, let's talk about this Red Room. In fact, how maybe did that nobody the, see that, that shit? The, in this- did, did anyone lose a hand right. in this movie? Maybe that was the reference, the Red Room, because it called out oh. Empire Strikes Back through Cloud City. I'm just I'm just spitballing. <laughs> right? I'm You're right. Nobody lost a hand. <laughs> um, lost a ring on a hand. Yeah. I, I, oh, it, it, I, I okay. thought there was an opportunity to lose a hand there because so, I thought he had to use his actual like palm print or something. No, he puts the, the ring down and runs it uh, diagonal. Okay, so I didn't I didn't totally pick up on that. I mean, um, but I thought there was like an opportunity that there was going to be a hand yeah. loss so she could get that thing. Well, here, here's across. my question: How did nobody see that shit up in the sky? Right, clouds. Right. Okay. I don't yeah, know. Never a clear no. day. I don't know. That that was my biggest problem with with the with the red room in the sky thing is like it's supposedly been up there forever maybe, maybe and nobody it's wearing one of those face masks. You know, there's know. another fucking issue. Well, that face mask shit. I'm sorry, I, but I agree. I hate when they use the face masks. I thought it was wor- I thought it was worse in Civil War or not uh, Winter Soldier because you know they. Go I through- did not. I thought it worked good in Civil War because... I thought it was better in this because it seemed more electronic and less... Well, in this, it didn't fool fool, uh, Drakoff. He he saw right through it. He's like, get that shit off your face. I I know your eyes. Okay, so here's the thing. So it really only fooled the peons, and to me, it it didn't... uh, Are you calling Robert Redford a peon? Well, there, I mean... They all walked through the the security gates, you know, all these things that are... and, And also, although, although... If the technology's out there, what's the first thing you're going to do? You're going to come up with new technology that detects that technology. True. So, right. my so biggest we, problem with it is, is it all it does is change your face, right? You have to wear a wig. Maybe your okay. neck too. But it doesn't yeah. change your body type. I'm I, sorry, but I the mom I, and Scarlett Johansson do not have the same body. I, no one's rocking the same ass that jo, Johansson brings to this movie. I thought, right. I, I think <laughs> that would have been my first Rachel thing. I'm like, wait a minute. When did a, you get a badunka dunk? Weiss I, is, I think she's pretty she, hot, and I think she she is, but she, she doesn't have the body that Johansson does. I think she would, does not have the ass of Johansson. Okay, but who is she fooling? She's fooling all the guards. They don't know. He's fooling stuff. fucking Weinstein. Huh? You don't think Henry Weinstein checked out her, that ass as soon as it walked in? Oh, you went there. <laughs> oh, everybody went there. <laughs> oh, really? Did that guy oh. look like Harvey Weinstein? I think okay, so um, <laughs> well, all I'm saying is that a lot movie, of people think that this people, was done purposely to make him be a Henry Weinstein like Harvey, character. Harvey. Harvey. Wow. Sorry. Yeah. He's not. A, he's not an idol of mine. So I, I'm going to fuck his name. I, I think they cast Drake off pretty well. That what was that Ray Winstone or something. Yeah. He doesn't. But no, so many people brought up the fact that he seen. I mean, that's early that's in the yeah. early in he's like all up in their their like 
personal space and he's just you know grabbing her head i mean he's just a fucking creep fuck. right and they can't do anything and he's beating her up and he's so okay her. the first time watching yeah. it through i didn't catch i didn't pick up on it but then after going through knowing about it and listening to people talk about they talk about the pheromones so if you want your pheromones up in someone's grill, what are you going to do? You're going to close in on that space so they, they get a good whiff of you, right? Yeah, right. It's like the same people that wear Axe body spray. They want to get close to you so you smell that shit. You know I'm, anybody I'm, that wears Axe body spray? I'm just fucking with those people because, no. <laughs> no, trust me. I'm, they don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> No, I know. I'm just messing with because I, I just always thought it was funny. I, I don't know why anybody would wear that shit personally, but like you get up, he's going to, he got up in her face so that she got the pheromones. And so, but I, I thought it was funny that people did uh, point out that he was a very Weinstein like character in everything he did and his, his mannerisms and his, his, his attitude and everything. And it was like, fuck, they're not wrong. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're not wrong. Um, but I, I did, ha I did have a problem with the red room in the sky. I just, I really did not like the third act in this because, um, it did, I mean, it had some good action. I like the fight with the widows was fucking phenomenal. Um, you know, I wish there was a bigger fight between, um, red guardian and taskmaster, right? Which we haven't really talked about taskmaster a lot. I think they didn't do a great job with representing taskmaster in this. There's, there's parts, but there's. I think it just was Taskmaster. Or was that Mason? No, Mason is a Taskmaster is the one in the is the the one in the hardcore suit with the fucking half hoodie on for no reason. Drakeoff's daughter. Oh, right? okay. That, that was a, gotcha, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, Drakeoff's daughter. The, the mimic. Drakeoff's yeah. daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. gotcha. Okay. The, the mimic, right. which is a that. big. I didn't know that there was. The That's the name of the character in the comics. It's it's actually a man in the comics, which I don't have a problem with making her female, whatever. That doesn't bother me at all. I have a problem with the fact that they made her more of a robot, which um, some people brought up ties to uh, Terminator 2 in this with the mind control and the, the robot and the body and just some stuff like that. I didn't catch all of it. I, I'm not a huge, like, I don't have a huge memory bank of Terminator 2, but they said there was a lot of ties to it. Well, some I mean, of they, had... they did. They explained it. The fact that you know, the fact that she survived the the building coming down. He had to put a chip mm -hmm. in her brain. You know, so so there is this idea that there was more than just pheromones that were controlling her. You know, they had to go in and yeah. and do some do some Which I, bionics or you know some. Yeah, some, I just uh, thought it was really lame. That, I mean, I love the idea that she's a mimic and can do all that, and I love the fact that they they really played it up early. In the fact that if you watch the the early fights, she's like full on Captain America moves and stuff like that, well, and then the you shield, see her. right? I mean, well, just not even that, but look at the the actual moves. Like there's the the flip over where she kicks, you know, she kicks up and flips over. The whole flip with the the shield where there's she's shooting at her. She's doing it's, the Hawkeye it, moves with the Hawkeye the arrows, thing. Then yeah. there's back uh, there's um, Black Panther. Uh, she That's mimics right, with the claws, yeah. When Black Widow, yeah. Uh, where she re redoes the the crotch scissors swing kick i don't know what the yeah. fuck you call that move but it's badass <laughs> i wish i could do it i'd fuck it that would be cool to see a big ass fat dude to do that move like it would just look cool like how the fuck that limber motherfucker do that shit you know yeah. um but i thought i thought i would have liked to seen more like a like emphasize really the the mimic and kind of thing really really go off of that oh i saw some uh, i saw some winter soldier stuff in it too um, which brings a, up a point. Um, the beating Natasha took, right? Original Black. Which one? Uh, Natasha. 
which the beating she fell look, off a building. She, she fucking she took so many. In that room. She did. She I took mean, so many beatings. Like and all she took was a fucking about? a shot of vodka and an ibuprofen. <laughs> that's I, right. So I, I agree, and it bothered me, and that's why I think I was calling out earlier the fact that the helicopter fell from the sky. It almost seemed and, like they were they were acknowledging the fact that this was going a little overboard. But all the well, but they might have parachuted out. Well, but they chose not to. Instead, they they chose to. Just <laughs> they didn't. Let they didn't show them. They didn't show them being in the helicopter. Yeah, they, they did. show them. They show uh, them walk out of the helicopter. I think they just show them walking afterwards. No, they show them. Yeah, but there were come out. There were no parachutes though. They even had it seen on YouTube. I watched it a couple times. Okay. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Nina brought up this question about uh, was Black Widow enhanced? Is she enhanced? Yeah, second shot. <laughs> nice. This is for Nina. Uh, this is your question, Nina. Uh, we only had to go a couple hours to get to it. And it was well um, phrased, too, because she even brings up the Sokovia Accords that call out enhanced individuals. I, right. Uh, I didn't think about that part of it. And I was like, holy shit, she's, she's not wrong. Um, well... Is she is she being so anyway? Go ahead and read the question, and then we'll all right. The question about. is is uh, is Black Widow including enhanced personnel under the Sokovia Accords? Does this mean she was given some sort of treatment um, or has some generic uh, genetic advantage um, uh, or to be included uh, in the uh, um, Sokovia Accords or the perceived as a possible threat? So the beating she took, there is no fucking way that she can't that she can't be enhanced somehow. Right. Right. Because I mean, I mean, yeah. When she falls out of the, you know, when, when they're on that, on the roof and they take down and she like, oh. she falls and hits like, boom, boom, boom. And that's like, yeah. America. And like she uh, spun around and yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So, uh, on that bridge fight, which also I had an issue with, uh, where she's driving the truck from her, her new little, uh, isolated, uh, double wide and just, Taskmaster just happens to be set up in some fucking cross bridge in Norway to shoot a fucking rocket at her car in the middle of the night. Yeah. Cindy and I were fucking... trying to figure out how all the, you know, we, we were assuming the, the, the red vials had some sort of tracking device. They were following. Yeah. That. Why it, weren't it, they? Why now? And then, and, mm -hmm. then, and then it seems it sometimes they show up and you think, well, someone's got to have a tracker. But yeah, you know, it was why bad. Can't they disable that. I agree that there was some there was some so things that bugged she me. gets beat the shit out of in this this one, and she takes a full punch to the chest, like a full palm heel, which is uh, the Winter Soldier, right? And the reason I say it's Winter Soldier is because he when he hits with his left hand, it's got that super power strength, right to the chest, flies back, hit a fucking car, bends over backwards, and then walks away. Like I'm sorry, just she has to be enhanced somehow. Well, not necessarily, and 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 bear with me. Bullshit! Bear I get up, I I have Ow. a full night's sleep and get up and still my back hurts but from sleeping. Well, you're not, <laughs> you you don't work out probably as much as she does, but you might work out a lot, but not as much as her. But let's let bear with me for a second. Think about like other movies, and I know this might be a stretch, but think about other movies where people aren't enhanced in any way, mm -hmm. like through genetics or super soldier serum or something like that. Other think, than Tom Cruise. Think John Wick, think Born Identity, like think, think okay. some of these movies, right? John Wick gets the living hell beat out of him. But he you never see him, you never see him fall off of a four story building, hitting every brick on the True. way down. True. He does. And he doesn't walk away completely. He walks away limping. He walks away bleeding. You see she him get thrown in the, in John Wick three. You literally saw him get thrown through ten glass windows. Ten. I don't know if it's ten. 
maybe five. <laughs> I mean, okay, but still, but that's like, not that's not falling from a, a high up area and like, hitting and bending your back backwards. But I'll tell you what, you could. She many, got bent around windows, the car. How many windows do you think you could get thrown through before you beat? I before get you're down and out. Wait, like, do I? Wait, one? am I? It, it, no, I, I'll be all right as long as I don't get cut up. I get thrown down all the time in karate. It through takes me a while a to get up. A window does not hurt you unless it cuts you. They made a the uh, window does not I, hurt. So they the made window, a, I would rather I would rather get thrown through a window than getting thrown up against a, a solid wood door. So we got a solid wood door is going to fuck you up. Okay, I'm going to throw something eight. in here. Shut up. <laughs> ESPN on ESPN Plus right now. There's a half hour show of the stunt woman who plays who, who's her stuntman uh, stuntman and also oh, really? some of the, some of the other characters. Um, I think it's I think her name is like Moneymaker or something like that or something. Yeah, it is. Um, and uh, we got to watch that and find out what the stunt what the stunt woman has to say about it because I wonder if if she had to go through a lot of those actual falls if or or if it's CG and she might say yeah no this is this is legit I I have enough training I can I can pull this off I agree with you Noah I think it's outlandish it got annoying how much she lived through and and I again the saving grace was that they almost drew comical attention to it with some of the things that they did um, which made me just kind of say oh it's a superhero movie I'm going to give it a pass I, because well, but I think but, I'm with Nina. I think she's somehow enhanced. I think the red room is. It, they might be giving them like they're they're getting like uh, the diet version of the super soldier serum. I agree. It was overboard enough to where you can't expect the audience not to to question that. I mean, it, it's well, they not, almost have to get something because yeah, you can't just you can't just train someone to not attack someone because of their pheromones. <laughs> There's no like you can't just. <laughs> well, and drink you, you don't you don't buy that one you don't buy that one <laughs> you can't just train them you have to do something to them I think. Well, did Drakov have something to do with the red guardian is he the one that i don't I, maybe they didn't no. address well, that but i mean if he can't, maybe he had access to some of these serums and was doing his own he has access to everything you saw that he has he runs the world well he's you know he had mind control over all of his uh his yeah he runs and, the world all so. the world's leaders come to him it, yeah, they, they they did that with the Forrest Gump uh, callbacks where they show him in all the pictures and stuff like that. Yeah, he that was a little that was a little rough. Like I and then he's been in like the shadows for the last twenty years or whatever because yeah. she calls him out on it, which I thought was interesting too. Yeah. I, I just I I have a hard time believing that she's not enhanced somehow, um, which I think makes it even better. I mean that's that's okay. Cause... And, but so in your research, did you find anything that? from the comics or anything else that confirms or it's, you know, alludes to that they get something because I'm sure there's a million theories about it. Um, you know, we're one of them, of course now. Yeah, no, but, I didn't go, I didn't go deep into the comics. Um, the stuff that I did read really didn't get into any of that. Um, okay. The stuff that I did read that was with her was more of a, a daredevil issue where she was, she, cause she's a, she's a main love interest of daredevil, which is, is fairly interesting. Cause we don't, yeah. In the comics, that, oh, really? or we won't no, ever see it. Yeah, in the comics, her and Daredevil are like full on. Like that's one of his main squeezes. Her and Elektra. Well, wow. That was yeah. Are, are, um, we at, are we at like bookends when it comes to superhero? Because Iron Man was the one that set this off, and now we have Black Widow. Are they the only ones that weren't enhanced? Or I mean, the, were 
as of as of Hawkeye. what we know. So Hawkeye I, is Hawkeye the one that didn't get his own movie though. That's I, I'm talking about. Well, oh, movie-wise, series. Well, okay. Well, I'll say Thor this. is not enhanced. He's just a god. Uh, okay, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> What about uh, so I'll say Falcon? Falcon's not enhanced. He just has no, a great not. suit. Right. But he didn't get a movie. He got no, a TV he got show. A, he got his own series. Oh, he got a TV show. He that's got his own fair. series. Okay, that's, there you go. But um, um, but it was but he had to share the spotlight with Winter Soldier, who was enhanced. Who is, so, who is enhanced? So, so, like, so I'll say this. I'll say this. Uh, Vision technically not enhanced. He was born that way. Okay. <laughs> Again. All right, Lady Gaga. <laughs> you gonna equate that with Thor? Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, just... it's true. He was. He wasn't even born that way. He was made that way. He was made that way. No, he but I get your way. point. I mean, I would say they're enhanced. Right. I would say Thor technically enhanced. Well, they uh, say even Hawkeye. Uh, essentially, he's not. He's not enhanced by like a super soldier, but he has uh, some kind of. They don't call it out necessarily as a mutant, but I mean his ability to always hit the target. You know, we got we got the joke in in one of them. You know, he's like, uh, you know, oh, you're back from retirement. He's like, yeah, I golfed. I, you know, played 18, shot 18. You know, yeah, right. kind of thing. So I mean, that's the that's the idea of Hawkeye is that he has that kind of ability that he never misses. You know, yep. so um, in a in a way he's enhanced too. It, it's more of a mutant ability. Where, uh, you know, the the Red Room, we don't know what kind of uh, additives they gave them, what kind of vitamins they gave them, but I believe right. that they probably got something because she I'm she's sure. just too uh, invulnerable to, to pain and, and damage that I think it just is, is to say that she's yeah. not is, is kind of harsh. Um, and we saw, I mean, we even saw that from... Uh, Yelena, uh, that fight in the kitchen or in the in the the Budapest house. Yes, great fight by the way. I loved uh, I loved it. I mean, they both took some fucking serious like beating in that. Oh yeah. I actually think uh, Natasha got the worst of it. She got thrown into the the side door kind of thing, bent her back. I was like, damn. I mean, great fight though. I, I loved I loved all of that. Uh, that was that was a really uh, cool. Thing and then we got the the other widows came in and you know the the run around and stuff. Is it, we got is the it bike chase. Me, is it just me or is there no such thing as and I'll even go average, as far as is there is it is there, is there no such thing as a average looking widow? Like hmm. like they're yeah, yeah. all super attractive. <laughs> like they're all like great looking. Like I, I, well, I think I, you're okay. onto something, bro. Like but, I would. No, did they say that Drakeoff would eliminate, you know, it was only like one out of 20 would make it through the program? Well, maybe but I think that was more like a physical and mental issue. I don't know if that well, was looks. Well, he, he might have gone hard Well, maybe looks, on him, maybe you know? you're right. Maybe they were more. He was a Weinstein, so maybe. Yeah, maybe they were better spies, yeah. too, if they were like. No, I don't know, I think, dude. I think I... that was part of his creepy factor. He might maybe had to like, <laughs> it was not just their abilities, but also his attraction to them. That I, I, I mean, I'm. Being kind of stupid. No, I'm saying if I was if I was a villain like that, I think I would like I would have to have a range from like a two to a ten, like you know, because sometimes you need that one that just nobody's gonna pay attention to, like you just she just so far under the radar that nobody even expects it. Right. So you you gotta have an ugly spy every once in a while. You can't they can't all be pretty, because I'm telling you. If either one of like uh, Yelena or or Natasha walk into the building, yeah, I'm I'm noticing everything they're doing. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm bad like that. Uh, let's see. What are some of the other things? Yeah. I, I, I think Natasha definitely, or all the, the, the widows definitely have some kind of, uh, enhanced, um, where are some of my other notes here that I thought, 
Uh, we haven't talked about Taskmaster yet um, fully. Um, I, I, like I said earlier, I, I think they, they missed, they missed on this one with the, the chance to really show off some really cool things with Taskmaster. Now, granted, she's still alive, so we could see her back. But the way they kind of played her off is she's not going to be a bad guy, which was she was, you know, he was in the comics was always a bad guy. So it, it's going to be interesting to see if we see that character again. Um, I didn't like the fact that they made a made it so much like a robot like it just to me it would have been better if it was literally like someone's ability and they kind of now the other thing too was is the strength issue like he was fight he was she sorry he she whatever she was fighting with the red guardian and had the same kind of strength and i was kind of like okay so that must be the suit enhancing it because she didn't have any super strength and she was hitting him and making him back up like, you know, like he was getting hit by Captain America, Fair which I like have Iron Man, you know, because because that's really what it's playing off of is the, the super. But Iron Man doesn't hit a lot of people. He does. He does all his his blasters and stuff like that. If you watch when he when he fights, very rarely is it hand to hand. What about when he's in. got the big suit when he's fighting Hulk and he's doing, you know, boom, but that's boom, 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 that's boom. a Hulk buster. Okay. And you look at that, that that's a, a, a cylinder driven hydraulic made to pound Hulk's teeth out. Yeah. And then you have to say sorry because it didn't fucking do enough. I'm just saying maybe that was technology that they integrated. And so, uh, you know, if she's a mimic, uh, although, although that was Infinity War, wasn't it? So that came after she wouldn't have the, she wouldn't have yet mimicked that. Uh, right, but that's what I mean. But that was that was all designed in the suit, and and that's where I had the one problem with the Taskmaster. Taskmaster is more about mimicking the, the skills and stuff like that, where you can't mimic a a, a strength. I right? thought it was you can't. I thought it was really good Taskmaster and, and the reveal. I thought it was really good to the story arc. Um, it didn't distract, which sometimes I find those little side characters can distract from from stories. And here it it kind of enhanced it. I do get that it was. You know, it was a it was a male in the, I, in the comics, but I thought it was a good idea. I almost wish they wouldn't have had her gas her at the end and had her just kind of like walk off into the sunset, so that the chance of the Taskmaster coming back for some kind of revenge, you know? Yeah. Like to me, that would have been a better story than just. Well, having... we never got a sense of who she was after she woke, kind of woke up from her haze. She still got a cyborg chip in her that that's kind of so so we don't know how she's going to behave. Yeah. They uh, didn't really, dis- they didn't really go into too uh, much deep. That was kind of like, Oh, you had to put a chip in her head for uh, what? When she took off her helmet, you ha- would have had to convince me otherwise that she wasn't being played by Fiona Apple. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> she exactly like Fiona Apple. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say exactly, but I noticed the resemblance. <laughs> Speaking of resemblance, um, the character that or the, the girl that played young Natasha. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, I talked to Steve about this a little bit yesterday. Um, that is the daughter of Mila uh, jo- Jovovich. Jo- Jovovich, right? And it's funny because uh, it was like, God, she looks really familiar, and that's what it was. And and she looks like, I mean, give her about four more years, and they could do a remake of Fifth Element, which I am so. I thought they almost did some facial oh. manipulation to make her look like Scarlett Johansson. Cause I thought it was a really I didn't good, think she looked... I know that <laughs> you said that and even I talked to my wife, she didn't think it, but I really thought in her lips and her nose, just think she stood out. Like exactly. I didn't think she looked anything like um, her, but I'm well, I, I, I heard you and I heard my wife too. But when I saw the trailer, you know, 
a year and a half ago, I thought the same mm -hmm. thing. Um, the blue hair, uh, a couple things. I didn't like it. That could, I know you said that. But it could it be it could be a nod to her mom from Fifth Element because doesn't she have uh, blue hair? Orange hair. Is yeah, orange she has hair orange, hair. Or orange hair. Okay, but uh, Cindy. That'd be told, a great one to review. Multi. That's next week. That's next week. Just Cindy. Oh my gosh! Two weeks, really? Two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, two weeks. Two weeks. Um, next, next week. Next week is um, this spinal is tap. Uh, Spinal Tap. Oh, okay. Nice. All right. Um, Cindy mentioned she spotted uh, Melina with a with a blue stripe in her hair. Uh, in, on the, in the in the future in the current time while she was watching it, and I thought that was interesting because um, you could see a young Natasha being a little uh, you, you know punking out a little bit because she's a little upset with her whole situation in the '90s. That's what you know you might do that to to kind of revolt. But it, I thought it was a nice nod, especially I haven't confirmed this. I didn't notice it myself, but but if uh, that Melina was was almost kind of acknowledging her Natasha in the future by, by dyeing some of her own hair blue, uh, just to, Maybe. As, a, as a nod to that. I thought that was a good touch. I didn't, My biggest I, problem I, don't, with... I don't see why you have a problem with it though. What, what's cause 95, that wasn't, that wasn't a, a trend in 95 that the, the hair coloring that didn't come out until like the last 10 years. Really. I'm going to, I'm going to call BS on that. I disagree. I, you I, can, but you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> I disagree. I think, I think 95 might've been the sort of starting of it in my opinion. Mm. Cause I don't I know. I had, I had daughters that really, at that is, time. Is, is it really that problematic to you, though? That I just didn't think it, it, it represented the 90, 90s right. Well, how old were your daughters in 95, Noah? Uh, let's see. They hadn't been born yet. <laughs> in 95. Yeah. So, yeah. So what I'm saying is I moved to California in 98. And, okay. and Did you see a lot of blue hairs? I And I'm not talking old ladies. I'm talking like 11-year-old no, you know, know, know girls um, with blue hair. A lot, so, no, but it's not like okay, everybody so here's, in the here, shot. Here, it's not like everybody here, in the shot had colored hair. Okay, and we're also talking I, I, Iowa, right? Where it's a little more conservative. Ohio, Ohio. Ohio sorry, a uh, little more conservative. Growing up, so my girls, until they were at least in their teens, coloring their hair did not become a big thing, and that was into the two thousands. Okay, I'm just saying they they did that. Now every mother, every other motherfucker has their hair colored. So yeah, now it's it's common. But 25 years ago, it was not common. Maybe she brought it from Russia too, because you know that's a huge thing. You really think Russia is ahead of us in the hair coloring deal? UK is. Europe might be. Yeah, Europe and UK. We're not talking UK. We're talking. We're talking Russia. We're talking Europe. She wasn't in Russia either. She was in the red room. She was up in the sky. Oh, you was it in the sky at that time too? No, but that's what I mean. That was my only problem with it, and and it's just it it was modern. It's very modern. It's very much today, okay. which is fine. I, but it, I, I it wasn't ninety five. I don't think it was so. I don't think it was. Granted, it wasn't as mainstream. It wasn't as commonplace. It wasn't like you know my coworkers who were in their sixties getting their hair colored now. But it's it's more like there was a fringe, there was a fringe rebellious element. I would say in the nineties that might very likely have gotten their hair color yeah I it's disagree. just not mainstream it's not like everybody had their hair colored in the fucking oh scene, i right? i know it was one person in the whole movie oh but that's the other thing is they're trying to keep a low profile like you really think they'd be like oh yeah let's let's get you this hair color so you fucking stand out you're the only one in the whole fucking town that probably well, has it i don't know maybe i'm maybe just saying maybe maybe you're maybe you're the exception to the rule as far as parents <laughs> go but i could only imagine what it's like having an 11 year old when they're like 
every fucking day they want to get their hair colored blue <laughs> and you just get sick and tired of hearing of it so you're like fine fine get your hair color blue do it <laughs> i'm curious about their names you know i think i brought this up to you noah but they're all russian when they were in ohio did it, it i know yeah they're all they're all russian did they use all their old names did when you watched it again i don't know if you if you if you listen yeah no they it. did so i i'm okay with that because even in the <laughs> town the I hair, okay no. with well, <laughs> okay, but hold okay with. wait the listen listen everybody wait wait wait, wait listen todd and mary yeah, <laughs> wait wait Natasha hold on hold on, Yelena, hold on don't stand out go wait, ahead wait, hold on <laughs> so when i was in high school which was pre-1990 right okay, 86 yeah. to 90 Sure. There was a lot of Russian families, even in my high school, and they had. You to guess in what? Ohio? No, I went to school in California. I know exactly. Do you, you don't think there was international you, state? You don't. You don't. Okay, but you don't think there was Russians in Ohio too? I I'm just saying that there's there was a lot of Russians coming over in the 80s, and they kept their damn names. But they didn't. There's keep a lot their of accents. Them. They hid their accents. You're saying that the blue hair would have called you out as your. You should. It just you wasn't. Don't it wasn't something that saying, was happening at that time. But you're saying that the Russian names were okay. I, I would have think. I would. My my thought is that they would have changed their names. It just seems like a simple thing to do. I, I I'm not a totally opposed to that. That's possible, but. You know, it, it was what it, I think the blue hair was more of a not of the 90s things than Russians keeping their names. OK, cool. <laughs> so I, I just one of those things uh, that was one I, and it didn't distract too much from it, but it, it was what it was. I'm going to Google search really quick blue hair in the 90s and see if it comes I, I up. Tried. I tried. I came up with a whole bunch of different stuff, but nothing that really – there was yeah, no, no definitive answer that blue hair started. Yeah, I like if you said if like you, 1924 or something like that was when dying hair began. When old people uh, started doing their hair. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? What, and what's, what's – I don't I – don't, I never got that because I think it's – I don't – I've never seen an old lady with blue hair, but that's fine. I, I remember it from- It's, it's uh, the old uh, silver, it's really silver, but they call it blue. Remember Clockwork know? Orange? Uh, I remember the, you know, I know that's like a futuristic oh. movie from, but but you it took place in, in the UK and uh, and there was like an older couple and they had they had their dyed hair, which, which Stood out so for me I'm, when I'm, I was a kid watching that movie. I'm I looking at hairstyles I, in the '90s, uh-huh. right? And it's just a bunch of women from the '90s, and there's they're not Madonna. one. They're not one with blue hair, not one. The only one that comes up was Gwen Stefani uh, in the later. I think it might even be in the 2000s where she did her hair blue uh, oh. when she was with with um, uh, No Doubt. So you're saying that this was a case of Natasha setting a trend that didn't exist. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I know, but uh, here's the thing is today, today that would fit. Like if they did, you know, uh, uh, if this, if that would have said 2020 and her hair was like that, I'd be like, yeah, that's fuck spot on. Cause every other fucking kid in there, my, my nephew or niece, she dyes her hair a different color about every other month. Right. So I, I could see it happening now. And that's been for about the last 10, maybe 15 years. The most it's gotten more and more, you know, natural for for younger kids to have crazy colors hairs i mean everybody does even boys are now coming crazy looking bright green joker looking shit but in the 90s i just don't think it was there it's it just all i'm saying just you know it's fine whatever it's probably because the actress had her hair like that and they're like yeah just leave it whatever which uh you know um 
I can't even. Oh, the younger, the the other daughter, right? Uh, the other, the younger Yolena, she was in um, uh, Haunting of Hill House. She was the young daughter in the Haunting of Hill House series, oh, which I thought was really cool because you know we, that was one that we really uh, enjoyed and watched. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, okay. you guys reviewed that. Yes, yes. And if you haven't seen it, you that's a that's that is a definite must watch. Uh, the first it's one. not the first one for sure it's yeah. not it's not so scary that you can't watch it because i was able to do it without like you know having to watch disney afterwards before i went to bed but uh <laughs> it's a good good show that really kind of it, it's it's very fun to watch and it's spooky. Uh, okay so some of the stuff i and, and i asked my wife this before we before we got on um a lot of a lot of the idea behind Black Widow getting her own show and her own movie was the fact that there's not a lot of women-led movies out there that are successful. Um, we had uh, the first uh, Wonder Woman, which was was probably one of the better ones. Um, we had the Captain Marvel movie um, that was a pre or Disney previous to this that was a, a woman-led movie that I think did okay. Um, the question I had to her was, and this this, this really leads to, because there was a lot of talk in different podcasts about, uh, you know, was this, did this work as a as a, a woman led movie? Did this this did this amp up? You know, did this hold up to what everybody was expecting? Did this really empower women? Did this did this hold up to the whole? And I don't want to use the word feminist because I don't I don't. It's not really a feminist thing. It's more just did this the representation for women, you know, did it work? Did, was it needed? Talking to my own wife, I asked her, I asked her that question. I was like, did, did you feel that, you know, this, this was needed as far as like, uh, being a woman and, and feeling you needed to have a Marvel movie led by a woman. And I, I was really interested in her, her answer because she said, no, she didn't feel like Marvel had to have a movie led by a woman to to feel representation because her answer and this is this is straight from her mouth and I I fucking loved it she's like I feel I'm already strong enough woman that I don't feel like I need this representation in a movie of a strong woman to to prove anything to myself cuz what I see in real life is men are out there doing their thing but realistically the women are in the background fucking running it and 100% most married men are going to agree with that 100% we're out there doing our thing, but knowing damn well that I'm going home and checking with the wife to make sure, you know, anytime anybody asks anything, hey, can you do this? I'm like, hold on, let me check with the boss. Because that's really what it is, is they may not be out in front, and, and I hope this doesn't sound fucking bad or whatever, but, you know, it, they're not out in front, but they're still in control, if that makes sense, you know? And and so that was that was exactly what she said. I didn't follow that. So... They're they're not out front. They're not they're not in the spotlight, but they're okay. still they're still in the power position, right? Yeah. <laughs> Almost like, believe it or not, men are fucking puppets. The women have their fingers up our back, controlling shit, whether we know it or not, and whether we like to pretend or not that we're not. It, it, and and I agree with her in a way. I was like, oh yeah, I totally see that. I think there's so, different perspectives or different types of people, but I, I would, would I would equate superhero to a masculine energy, and so rather and, than and saying she kind of said that female, too, masculine energy. I don't think this movie is all about masculine energy. Like maybe Captain Marvel is much more masculine energy. That kind of that spotlight mm. energy. Same with Wonder Woman. There's even though she's a very 
they're, they're very all these characters are kind of sexualized and that's just so there's a certain feminine even thing. the male characters but, are i mean absolutely, absolutely. yeah that's they fair. are that's fair but i think their their uh their power their 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 status is is as a certain masculine energy whereas i don't think this movie focused so much on that it brought it more about i mean she, she even the, and i i thought it was it was a good decision not to put in a lot any you know other avengers the only one they the only one they brought in was was uh ross you know th- from previous movies everyone else was all right. new but characters he's not from a, here she he's just hung, a, he's, he's not a, a yeah, he's, I know, not, he's even not an a, Avenger, he's not right? even a hero or a villain. He he's was just really, a side but guy. he was the only one they just kind of brought in from those from a previous movie that I can think of. But um, I liked, I liked how they focused on a different type of uh, quality. And and I, 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 when I say feminine, I'm not necessarily saying female. I'm just saying a feminine energy, more about family, about looking in. You know, talking about the different things you're. You know, they talked about courage and 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 the heart. You know, a lot of these things. It, it gave it a different type of representation that I have not seen much in the Marvel movies. So I was happy to, I think, it, I right. think it was worth it. I don't think it was necessarily a female led superhero movie. Cause I don't think that's what it tried to be. I think it tried to be something. It tried to explore. You don't, you don't think Natasha is a superhero. Well, now you're just kind of putting sentences in what I said. I think I, I said what no, I said. I, I think I, I articulated <laughs> it well, and you're kind of reducing it down to... No, to, but, well, but that's well, that's, I mean, that's what a lot of people are looking at it as, and that's why I'm just saying, do you not... Do you not cons- okay, do you consider Iron Man... He didn't say it's not a superhero movie. He, he said did it's, say it's not a female-led superhero movie. It's not a female-led superhero movie. It's a superhero movie. It's just not a female-led one. Is that what you're saying, Steve? But it is a female-led superhero movie. Um, I don't think it was focusing on her as a as a superhero standout. Like it was her. It was okay. a movie that was all about her origin. Or instead, they brought it back to her family and a, a, a more. Well, okay. So now to that point, I agree okay. with you it, that that they have they. It, it wasn't just her. And and if we look back in previous movies, the only ones that really have been successful in that was Iron Man one, and Captain America one. Right when we look at when we look at Iron Man two, which was kind of almost himself, but you added Rhodey, it wasn't even as good. Iron Man three really was kind of a standalone. It was really just him. Pepper Potts had a little bit into it, but it wasn't as successful. Thor, right by himself, uh, first two not really successful. Um, Captain America, Winter Soldier. You know we have Natasha in there. We have Winter Soldier. We have more of a an ensemble. So. As, as far as you're saying, one individual person, like if she would have been the only powered, enhanced, or however you want to, you know, represent, like if 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 the Red Guardian wasn't there, her mom wasn't there, her sister wasn't there, then it wouldn't be an ensemble. Essentially, yes, I agree with you in that. But in the in the case where we haven't had a individual hero movie since Iron, really since Iron Man one and Captain America, uh, First Avenger. That was successful. I mean, I love Thor. Spider-Man? Uh, Captain Marvel? Uh, no, because, well, successful, though. I, I mean, what about, okay, what about, was Black Panther, was there anything else in Black Panther? That was certainly successful. Um, I guess you're right with Black Panther. I'm trying to think, yeah. 
Well, I mean, it's still almost had ensemble because he has he has Shuri there. He has the the um, the the women that were his they're bodyguard. Not super, they're not superheroes. It's yeah. it's there. Uh, I don't know. You you're gonna tell me they just took on Falcon and Winter Soldier and and fake yeah. Captain America and whooped their ass and they're not su- they're not superheroes. They're not superheroes. They're not. I, I, they're great. They're great fighters. They might be enhanced. They might be whatever. They might have special powers. They might have special abilities. They certainly have vibranium, which is the greatest material on the face of the earth. But they're not like to be a superhero doesn't mean that you're so just black those things. Then Black Widow's not a superhero. Why? Because she doesn't have all those things. She she's just, a standout. I mean... She's a total standout as, as like she's she has like to be a superhero. <laughs> I guess what I'm getting at is to be a superhero, you have to have the sort of recognition, right? That's a part of being a superhero. See, and, and that's where okay. Captain America is he a superhero? The you know. Yeah, no, I guess we so. talked about that last week because he's, <laughs> he thinks he is, but people still come up to him and they call him by his name. They don't say, "Are you Cap?" They say, "Hey, Captain America, can I get your signature?" They say, "Are you uh, what's his name in the what's his what's his real name?" John Walker. Movies. Yeah, he goes, "Are you John Walker? Can I have your signature?" We talked about that last week, and and in his mind, he's like, "I'm Captain America." Yeah, so right? I also Not have an anybody issue. Anybody else's mind. Everybody so looks I, at Black Widow and goes, "You're an Avenger." Even Yelena's like, "You're an Avenger." Yeah. Like well, I, I'm talking about Falcon. Actually, They're... Falcon, who became, who became, uh, is he a superhero now that he's the new Captain America? He doesn't. I thought he was. I thought he was a superhero before when he was just Falcon. Okay. I well, I'm, so what do you? He was part of the Avengers. What are you asking about with Black Widow? If I mean, if if it's if you're talking, if you're asking whether well, but or not she was enhanced she, as a superhero. Well, he, that's but you were saying thing. you were saying it's not a female-led superhero movie, and I'm saying it is I, because I was, she. I was are you saying she's not she, a superhero, or she's not a female? No, I was saying that or she's not the lead. She's not. She didn't take the. She didn't claim this movie as uh, something. It's she's, named she, after her. I. I okay, but she didn't stand on a platform and say this movie is all about me. Instead, she brings in these people, and it's all outside about, of Iron Man. Who did? Outside of Iron Man, who did what? Who stood on a platform and said it's all about me? He's Captain the only one that's Marvel. ever. Uh, Black I, Widow. Black Panther. Uh, or, yeah, Black Panther. Black Panther uh, did. No, um, you're saying stood on a platform and Thor. said, "Look, it's all about me." Thor. You're saying yeah, Black the Panther. I would say Black Panther did that. He stood on a platform and said, "It's all about me." Absolutely. I'm talking about personalities. Iron Man's the only one that would do that. I'm, 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 not, I'm kind I'm of not, poking fun at you guys I'm not right trying, now. I'm not trying to sit to talk. I'm, I agree, ego. Yeah, well, I even brought yeah, that up a few, a few weeks ago, where I think you know, <laughs> Captain, when you put Captain America and Iron Man together, they both have equally inflated egos. It's just one is backed by more moral uh, ground, is grounded in morality, whereas the other one is more you know selfishly uh, focused. Yeah. On Except for himself. Steve, always introduces him as Steve. Iron Man said, "I am Iron Man." Yeah. Ego. Anyways, I'm just fucking with you guys. I'm just bringing up questions. Well, so I mean, we they're, they're valid questions, but but I, I hope you're still just, kind of listening to, to where I'm trying to go. With yeah, this. no, I know. I'm I'm just saying I, I, I understand it is a team issue. And, and granted, I think I don't know if this would have done as well without Yelena and without the family issue and, and family not issue, but family part of it. I totally agree that that is that made this movie better. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing I was just it, it was more about. 
do you think this hit the nodes that they were trying to giving you know the public their um the request for a female-led superhero movie did this did this make you know because uh, the 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 gist is out there or the, the the idea is out there that it didn't meet what was re- what was required by the fans or i should say you know not all the fans but some people they they didn't feel this was a good enough captain or uh, not captain Marvel. um i do think black I like, widow i mean if you're asking if i think that i i think it did but again i don't i'm not looking for the same old, same old. I'm not. I'm, I like that this kind of went a different direction and and explored something a little different and doesn't come across. I agree, it doesn't come across as a big platform for Black Widow, and that's kind of what I was saying. Is that she steps back, kind of like kind of like you were talking about what your wife said about about stepping back and not yeah. taking all the spotlight. I, and and it's true. They they played off of that. You know, she was very willing to, but but she still kind of. A, assembled everyone and a lot of it was her own discovery about who she was based on who these people she well, and she she with. got to finish off the job that she tried to do earlier right and her red she, ruby slippers that she had you know there's no place like home <laughs> so she could finally uh, rediscover her true family and reassemble true, right, the avengers right. which is coming soon <laughs> right right you know she got yeah she got her one family back so now she can get back her other dysfunctional family yeah, yeah no i agree with you i, I was just curious cuz it was one of the things um, that people were talking about was is because so many people um, in so much of the talk and and I don't know you know what groups it is and I don't want to point anything out from anybody and say you know one group thinks one way or another but that that you know there's a lot of uh, women and women centric people out there that are saying that you know they don't get the the gist that they're due you know it, it's very male oriented movies and stuff like that and where we had captain marvel was the was the first marvel female-led superhero movie and uh i asked i asked my wife directly i was like do you think this was a better movie than captain marvel <laughs> you know just to see and and she thought this was a better movie i i think it was a better movie but i did really like captain captain marvel um, i thought I, this was much better i think too. you'll find though in this polarized society where the internet has so much say over and everyone could put their opinions that no matter what marvel puts out in the movie theaters you're going to get the whole gambit of reactions that that where you say that some people you know didn't think this represented well i don't i mean you're going to find that regardless of what they put out you're just going to find that everywhere true true uh, i agree and that's why I, that's why i was kind of curious is, is just what you guys thought i mean i don't i don't really care I, what I the like rest of the trolls talk- think i care what you guys think no, and i like uh, that you asked asked Alyssa, and i've talked a little bit you know i haven't asked that specific question to my wife but uh but uh, that's that's the stuff that that resonates is is yeah when you can you can talk to someone about it and get have it more of a conversation rather well, than just reading yeah comments yeah. on the internet like oh that. yeah no that's right yeah uh, Twitter will ruin your life um, <laughs> but yeah no I I remember when I told my wife we were gonna go see this she was excited because uh, you know she for one she does enjoy Marvel movies like I do um, she only enjoys them once though that's just her thing she she doesn't like watching movies more than once but she definitely was excited to see this one. I personally was super excited to see this one. Um, for me personally, going from Avengers forward, even even in Captain or not Captain America, but um, Iron Man Two, where she was introduced, I've always loved uh, Black Widow as a character. Um, 
I, I, you know, and it's, it's funny. Like I, I it's one of those interesting things and I'll, and I'll bring it up here and it may make me sound like a total fucking douche, but a lot of podcasts I listen to. It's funny that guys get bashed on if they ever say anything like, Oh my God, you know, she was so hot or whatever like this. But yet so many women that are in podcasts or even, you know, if uh, there's one I listen to that has a gay um, male on it that they can gush over any character full on 100% and it's it's no big thing but as soon as a guy says anything about you know like Black Widow like oh my god did you see her butt they fucking oh my god how care, how dare you and I was like well, did you see that butt though? I, I appreciate what Bo said too about how they sexualize even the male characters that's kind of a oh. That's kind of a trait. You're just gonna you, you tell me know. a Marvel movie that hasn't shown a uh, bare-chested male. Yeah, they, yeah. So they're gonna go that direction with with, with everyone. And it's kind of it's, Captain Marvel is the only one I can think of. And and you know they pay they pay these guys six months of, of training so that they can all look good for 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 those movies. You know they're lifting weights yeah. in between scenes just so they can look good because that's not a realistic. Uh... <laughs> but almost every one of the Marvel movies has one of those guys without their shirt on. Yeah. Yeah. Even even the TV shows had guys without their shirts on. It sure. was just one of those things. Is so it's like, it's not just one sided. So you know, um, and and realistically, and, and this is the sad part is they only really have had one or two women in there. So we only have one or two women to gush over. Um, but yeah, I've gushed over Black Widow from day one. I thought I've always thought she was a uh, not only just a, a a beautiful woman, a cool character, um, and someone that was you know yeah I I would totally be attracted to her. I mean. Her first scene in Avengers, right? One of the best scenes I think ever in, in, oh, in yeah. where she's on the chair and the, 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 the general or whatever from the, uh, you know, he's, he's talking and, and she gets on the phone and he's like, what? No, I'm in the middle of an interrogation. And the guy's like, what? This guy's giving me everything. I'm what? I'm like, <laughs> I fucking just love, I'm like, that is so That's her. And then she turn, goes off and whoops their ass in a yeah. fucking evening gown. Like, come on. Like, it's so good. Um, matter of fact, I just watched that scene before we got on here. I was like, that's oh, so yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. One of my, one of my favorite scenes in Marvel, um, all of the movies, one of my favorite scenes is, is that one. So, yeah, I, I, was just, I was just bringing it up because it is, uh, you know, I think because she was the first, first female, essentially, big name superhero in in the group she was the only one um and she never got her you know due which really i mean you can say um other than hawkeye is the only one that never really got their own movie um if you include the hulk movie which wasn't really the hulk it was it was a pre-hulk um you know ruffalo never got a, a, a hulk movie on his own although he did get to be in ragnarok so um but you know, Captain America, Iron we won't Man. Hold that against him. <laughs> um, and Thor all got their own kind of intro. Um, so uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those things. I, I wish they would have done this earlier. And personally, I wish they would have done the 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 pre pre superhero movie with her, where where her and Clint Barton were going back and forth, where she had to convince him not to kill her, and and how she finds a way yeah. to defect his shield. I I personally think that would have been an awesome movie and maybe we'll get it maybe we'll get it someday and it'll be someone other than joe uh scarlett johansson doing it but and probably jeremy renner too maybe someone that you know but it could be a, it could be a really cool story so um let's see if i got any more questions in here let me ask you this i got while you're while you're looking at yours i have 
some things that just are a little unbelievable for me in the whole <laughs> storyline. Um, no. So there's a scene, and I'm trying to remember exactly what scene it was, but there's a scene where doesn't somebody grab the gun from Scarlett Johansson? Uh, Yelena. They oh, both yeah, grab they the gun from guns. each other. Yeah, they swap guns. How? First of all, I mean... It trigger uh, uh, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the word uh, where they're not where their fingers not actually on the trigger so they don't shoot each other. It like but if you have a gun pointing at somebody, why would you not have your finger on the trigger? And the second, I mean, you know, I, I, I would I don't say know. if I'm you're not, pointing it at, your I'm sister, not a trained not killer. Be, you're not. I'm certainly not a trained killer. But if somebody makes any kind of a sudden move mm-hmm. and I have a gun pointed at them, they for didn't a want to shoot each reason, other. They didn't want to shoot each other. Oh, Steve's got the right answer on that. They no. did not really want to kill each other. They wanted to beat the shit out of each other. They just didn't want to kill each yes, other. Maybe. But no, I thought that was a kind of a cool because that was that then mirror they could have shot to wound, shoot in the <laughs> shoulder and not in the face. You know. No, no, they're they're trained to not shoot to wound. It's it's all kill. You you can't untrain that. It's like it's like well, being a trained it's like being a hockey goalie and say like, oh, I'm only gonna play stand up. I'm not gonna go into but, butterfly. But why didn't they? But why didn't they? <laughs> So why didn't they kill each other at the end when they were choking each other with the blanket or whatever? Because it was, it was yeah, it was the older. Because sister. it was one of those ones is like neither one of them knew who was going to go out first, and whoever goes out first is dead. So it was kind of like, oh, I might not be the one to go out first. This is a time to like, oh shit, I better call a truce. Uh, maybe I don't know. It's. I can't believe you let my goalie statement go without a comment. Bro. I know. No, I agree. <laughs> I know what you're saying. You're going to do what you're going to do. You're do what you're trained to do. So, um, I agree. Okay, and then in the scene where she's where all the widows come in when she's in, um, oh, what's his name? Oh, in Weinstein's in, office. In Weinstein's <laughs> office, right? Yeah, when when it's Drakeoff, right? Isn't that his yeah, name? Drakeoff. Yeah, yeah. When they, Drakeoff when Weinstein. In, yeah, when she's in Weinstein's office, and <laughs> and she has the thing on her wrist that she's shooting at the widows. Right, because, right, right. You know, to shock them. Yeah, exactly. So how is she firing so slow? Like it seems like, like I I think they brought in um what's his name from uh uh the DC universe um <laughs> to to film that that scene so they had to do a oh. slow mo. Oh yeah, Zach, no, Zach Snyder. Like, it's his Zack Snyder about, cut. I'm not talking about the slow mo part. I'm talking about <laughs> the fact that she can't like adjust her wrist and like just rapid fire that thing Well, because like, there's like there's like 18 of those widows in there like the fact that she lasted as long as she did was amazing but it seems like she could just like whip that thing around wherever she needed to do it like as fast as she could and just keep knocking them out well Maybe. i mean she kind of was but it's it, it's i mean this shows you like never pause there was like a pause between shots that i was like why would she pause maybe she's it's only semi-automatic player. it's not a well she's not hawkeye she has to aim <laughs> um anyway um and there's and there's plenty of i mean it's it's kind of like firing a gun you you have to move it to the point where it is it it does take some time you can't just unless it's automatic and spray and pray kind of thing you know that wasn't the case but but i guess i guess what i'm saying is the fact that there was so much other stuff in this movie that was over the top unbelievable that she could do yeah like diving out of the fucking falling uh moonraker uh base and uh surviving (laughs) all that stuff like everything that went that went on in this movie that she could do that she could get away with that she could survive that she could you know well they had to make they had to make the battle at the end where they had she had to save her with the grenade uh dose 
I liked how Yelena oftentimes would would kind of. It was almost like she was just welcoming death. It's like, oh, this is this. Uh, which this like, is a good day to when, die. When the avalanche is coming, right. she's like, oh, this is going to be cool. Uh, well, like, when they're drawing like, on her forehead, and, right, and, with the marker. This so is my, not like, so good way to die. My, yeah. my thought is that they both kind of had that same sort of quality. It's like it's like death is coming. We're not going to and. It's almost they're just full of all this luck that they're surviving through all this is, stuff. But they're not go back. They're not afraid of dying, and therefore they're going to jump right in to do what they're wanting to do. Do you think Yelena's uh, the good day to die goes back to the that um, the song, uh, the Miss America Pie? This will be the day that I die. Oh, nice. oh hello, I like baby. That. I, like I thought it was a throwback to Flatliners. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Could be. Could be. Um, um, so sorry. Did you have something else? Though? I had one. I had one quick thing. Um, do, 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 do. um, no. I think I think we've covered pretty much all the different uh, notes I took through throughout the podcasts I listened to that really resonated with me as so, far as. So when what, you watch a movie in a theater, you sit in the movie theater with one of those light up pens. No, I actually like do not the, take with the light on the tip. Yeah, no, I don't take notes in the theater at all. Actually, I very rarely take notes at all. Most of this this podcast is off the cuff. We we don't plan, we don't edit, we don't we just give it to you how we see it. We don't we don't, <laughs> you know. I take I only take notes because I'm usually doing other stuff while I'm watching, so yeah. I don't want to forget. I take notes when I'm listening to podcasts of of uh, ideas and, and thoughts that other people bring up that make me think about something and, and gotcha. make me want to question and, and get your guys' input. Not necessarily what I think about it, but more because I want to see what you guys have to say. And that's why I listen to the other podcasts about it, because I'm trying to get my ideas of what what is something that I didn't think of that's in this that, you know, might... Yeah might trigger a thought process from other people because I know what I'm thinking and I know what I'm yelling back at other podcasts, but I want to, I want to give that same reaction to the people that listen to us is, is like, here's, here's something to think about, you know, if you, if you didn't already, or if you had a thought that's different, like I, I would love to hear that people are yelling back at our podcast like what the fuck are I would you love talking to hear about? that too I would love to hear and if that you want to let us know that uh, you can email right. us if you at... are yelling back at us <laughs> and if you start hearing more conversations about Wizard of Oz as an analogy <laughs> this, then we'll know that people are listening right uh, funny funny thing I I, uh, I was listening to the, the Turtle Soup podcast the other day and I was at work and uh, I had some some new people that were, weren't used to me just, just right over across the floor and uh, I'm listening to this podcast and I'm talking to myself and laughing out loud and, and I look over and they're looking at me like I'm fucking crazy and I realized later on because they asked someone if I if I was okay if I wasn't like all there that they didn't realize I had a, a, a pod in my ear listening oh, wow. um, to any, they just thought I was like fucking talking to myself and <laughs> laughing out loud um, so <laughs> uh, so I, I emailed the podcast uh, the turtle soup podcast guys about that and we, we had a good laugh about that that's uh, pretty funny yeah, which just to go to uh, our next episode is going to be on um, the oh why am I blanking on the name? Come on, Steve, help me. Um, spinal tap. Spinal spinal tap. tap. Yeah, yeah, this is Spinal Tap. Yeah, uh, we're going to have guest guest hosts on that one uh, from the Turtle Soup. We're going to have uh, Eric and Ryan from Turtle Soup are going to are join us for that one. So oh, both it should of them. be both of them are going to join us. Oh crap! Uh, oh, wow. so, <laughs> okay, so nice. it should be a lot of fun. Those guys are. Have a you blast. seen the movie yet? Are you still? Yeah, I watched it once. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I watched okay. it once. Okay, I'll watch you it. You watch any of those other movies in that in from that same that same group of people? Yeah, I've seen um what's the dog one? Uh, best, best in show, show. Yeah. uh which was Waiting really enjoyable. Haven't Have seen, seen that. that one? Waiting for no. Guffman's another good one, yeah. 
Um, I did like Best in Show. I thought it was funny. Um, we watched that. I don't know, especially now that we have a dog, it's even funny. Like, it's, <laughs> so it's, my sister-in-law really loved that one, and and so it kind of be ten years ago. She used to go on and on about it, so we watched it with her one night, and yeah. it's funny. Uh, the main guy in it, uh, I can't think of his name. He was yes. also, yeah, he's done a lot of stuff where he's. I think it's in. Um, he's in uh, Pitch Perfect. Him and the the lady. Oh really? Uh, yeah, and they do some funny shit in the. Well, in the I pitch. think it's hilarious if, if you've seen. Oh, Schiff you're talking about Fred Ward, I think. The the guy, yeah he's the he's the judge judge one of the main judges and he plays that same character oh, yeah. in in Pitch Perfect oh he does uh, okay. yeah him he and was, the lady play the had, same he thing he had a little cameo in Spinal Tap too I think he's like the, yes the, he did he's like a military well he's all they're all like they're all part of the same yeah. group yeah. have you guys seen have either of you seen Shit's Creek I watched Creek. the f <laughs> first season yeah so Shit's Creek the two main characters so um the husband uh, and wife. Levy. Yeah, Eugene Levy. Levy. Yeah, that's right. Eugene Levy and his wife are the two two of the main characters in Best in Show, also, and they're right, married right. that as well. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, but no, it's it's that's a great group of of people, and it's a lot of SCTV people and stuff too. So, all right. Um, so, so now that Noah's leaving, Steve, uh, we can talk about Noah as much as we want. Uh, <laughs> he won't, and I'm sure Noah listens to the podcast, right? Um, no, anyway, uh, no, I'm excited. Actually, I'm I'm pretty excited to hear you guys do. Uh, I don't know something that I would consider being out of Noah's comfort zone. You mean as Spinal far Tap? As movies go, yeah, yeah. I I think that's probably. I mean, he didn't see. He wasn't like, oh yeah, I saw. I watched it once. I know, and it was great. He's like, yeah, I watched it once. <laughs> like, I just, it's going to be really interesting to see how how he does with it because i think i don't listen to turtle soup i don't know if you listen to turtle soup no but i did do the one podcast no. with uh, yeah you did it? the one podcast with him so you know their personalities and stuff but like no one knows them kind of a little better sure probably than than you would it's just gonna be interesting to see how that goes um all right so i have i have a couple quick little things um one's just an observation that i thought was great and i love when movies do this kind of thing um in when they when they're in the chase scene early on, and I forget what city it is, um, where they're doing on the motorcycle. Um, yeah, that's where. Yeah, so we're in that chase scene in the beginning. Um, Budapest. Budapest. Were they Budapest. okay? So yeah, <laughs> so they get on the motorcycle and um, Natasha's Natasha's on the back, right? Of that. No, one. she's driving. She's driving on that one, right? So she's driving on the motorcycle, and. Um, Yelena gets on and she goes, "Okay, anytime now." And yeah. then they get then they get in the car, and Yelena's driving. And nope, she slides over to the passenger seat. But one of them goes, "Anytime now." It's same thing. <laughs> they use the same line again. It's it's uh, Yelena. The well, the first one when she has the motorcycle, uh, she goes, "Where's my keys?" And and uh, Natasha goes, "Oh, got them right here." And she goes, "Ah, oh, bitch." Yeah. Like, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the whole time she's like, "You got to." She's giving her shit though. You got a plan? What's going on here? Yeah. I I I like that motorcycle scene just because of uh, the first part of it when they're getting on and getting ready to go, and he comes smashing through with that fucking tank and just yeah. nails that fucking car. I'm like, I know oh, there's carnage fuck. going on. I know. Yep. He's driving like I would drive if I had a tank. Like, <laughs> fuck right. you, get out of the way. I'm yeah. running over everything. And absolutely, uh, that was yeah. Good. That was a pretty good like that was that was not I would say it's not as good as I'm trying to think what movie we just saw like um, Mission Impossible. E B Driver. 
Oh, baby driver. No, probably the tunnel scene. Like the tunnel scene chase. Like that was oh. one of the better chase scenes from um the uh, Civil War. Civil War, yeah. Apparently the the, the the stunt when they, they didn't put the they put the together the, the stunts on site. They didn't they didn't storyboard these out. They basically kinda decided oh, no, to come up with them while they were there. They thought it might add to something a little bit more fresh and and, and so they, they came up with these things as they went. <laughs> I thought it sounded pretty okay. cool. I, I have one problem with this whole driving sequence though. Um, they're going forward at a very high rate of speed. Well, I know that drives me. They do that all the time in movies. I know what you're going to say. And, and they whip it around, and all of a sudden, are going backwards at a high rate of speed. You would fucking rip that engine and transmission a fucking part. And most cars cannot go above about 30 miles per hour well, that's in reverse. The thing. That's my bigger problem. I would say if you're a, you know, if if you've got kind of a. a I don't know, a decent car, let's call it, right? Like a BMW, which is what mm -hmm. they were driving. I think one time the transmission might be able to handle it, but what would happen is the car would slow down so much. That it'd well, be it would, like, I don't even think it would survive it because you're going at a high rate of speed. Say it's a, it's an, uh, uh, a manual. Yeah. You throw the clutch in, that shit's still spinning one direction, and you turn yeah. it around... And it's got to go back the other way. All of a sudden, it's gonna you just, fuck you just burn shit the clutch up. out. You would just you might burn the clutch out, but there might be enough clutch left that it's gonna survive like one time of doing that. Do you remember yeah, Die I, Hard with a Vengeance? I think it was with Samuel Jackson and Bruce Willis, and they have this car scene, and in in the middle of it, Bruce Willis gets underneath, you know, down underneath the dashboard. He rips out something so that he doesn't have the anti locks because uh, <laughs> because just kind of yeah. for that I, which i thought was a good a good touch it's like he's trying to do something to car so it actually yeah. behaves the way he wants it to yeah i thought i don't think this this these car chases dragged on too long which sometimes you see happen where they get through the ringer and you think oh my god can any car survive that i thought they were on the motorcycle pretty quick and then it got tagged and it's like oh we're out you know i got oh, that was a great out where they hit the fucking side and go flying yeah yeah right. that was good and uh well, so they had to even the car the way the car ended it got fucking just blown up and thrown down to the subway which and i thought was awesome yeah, that they're was like awesome. oh i'm fine oh but your shoulder you know yeah she yeah, that has was a pretty awesome <laughs> you know that was a big fucking scratch i mean i love that when they finally get the escape but and not she goes, natasha. Ah, natasha that, was fine. that worked out <laughs> yeah that worked out well yeah except for me almost bleeding to death yeah <laughs> that was yeah. good um All right. yeah great scenes I, that was my biggest my biggest issue with like this just doesn't work real life was the whole we're gonna turn around go backwards at the same speed and then turn around again well let's i mean there's other that my next thing is another wouldn't happen in real life thing, but go ahead if you had more to say. No, that was, I mean, that was all I really had on that. I love the effect, though, where she snapped the door off and it flies back and hits the motorcycle. I thought that was really good. <laughs> yeah. The other that thing is, is, I don't understand, is like, if someone's on a motorcycle tailing you that close, fuck, slam your brakes on. You will take them out. They that's will not all... be able to stop fast enough, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's all it really takes. Motorcycles are not a great vehicle to be in a chase in. Sorry, just not not realistic. Know. One of them launched off the car and like went into a you know a, a yeah jump. That so. was so maybe it was maybe that was the plan if they slammed their brakes. Well, on. yeah, but if you notice, it was like uh, some kind of uh, you know very rounded back yeah. car that allowed them to kind of pop a little bit of wheelie and go up yeah no try that with a regular square back car you're eating fucking you know I agree. back windshield I agree. or something i yeah. agree just pointing it out okay what's your other thing yeah. Bo? Yeah. 
Other thing was, uh, so they're near the end scene when she's falling out of <laughs> the, well, that was so the Moonraker space station. <laughs> yeah. She had like, first of all, she has these two hook kind of things. Like in yeah, her. that's her back thing. Yeah. Has she I've always, never seen them. Have they always been hooks? So if you notice, she uses them a lot as batons, but this time she does like an extra flick and they get the hook. And okay, so they did dress that it, it has multiple functions because that's also okay. the same thing they pull them out and they put them together and they become the big staff yeah, but i think they have right. multiple functions that's the first time they've used the hook idea but that's also what they threw in her back when she was about to beat weinstein's ass and the and the other um uh oh, right. widows oh, come right, in right, right yeah 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 it's so, also so, a nod the, to the, james bond what? too because you know there's a lot of james bond references with and this is her her you know her gadget that can turn into anything yeah. she wants uh, right yeah. So, but my issue with that hook scene, with the hooks, is she's only being pulled down by gravity. And she mm -hmm. takes these things and she jams them into metal. And the metal is being. Glass, I up. think. I think regardless, it's glass. Regardless. <laughs> well, you said how brutal glass is to go through, so it would have held. <laughs> but what I'm saying is the fact that she's like. Yeah. It's not slowing her down at all. Like, it's only her own weight and gravity yeah. that is forcing her down. It's not like there's something wrapped around her right. leg, pulling her down or whatever. <laughs> it's like she would stop in no time. Like, people stop themselves from falling off of ice mountains with right. two similar hooks. Right. And that's right away. Ice. Yeah. Maybe, right. they, have, well, maybe not... they have heat or something that's kind of cutting through. Maybe it's more than just a serrated. Or maybe edge. it was glass and it just had to cut through until it hit metal. Yeah. Maybe I don't know, but yeah. it just seemed very unrealistic. So and this then, was a this was ahead. another re unrealistic thing: is the prison breakout. She jumps off of a ledge and just catches that uh, cable with one hand yeah. and grip holds strength. her whole body up. Superheroes have grip strength. Everybody in all these movies has the greatest grip strength you're ever going to see in your life. Yeah, it, not only that, it wouldn't have ripped her shoulder out. Regard if grip strength is one thing, but the weight of your body on just your arm. Just just jump up and grab a bar with one arm and tell me how fucking hard that is. Right? right. Now do it to a rope flying in the air, hooked to a helicopter. But that wasn't even the the baddest part. Then she does the right thing. You see her put her foot in the hook, and then they swing by, and she just reaches down and one arm grabs fucking Alexi, fat ass, foots, you know, suit still fits. And just flies off with him, one hand grab. Okay. Come on, man. Okay, okay I will say, yeah, it probably Enhanced. yanked the shit out of her, but he was the one that was holding on to her. He's got the grip strength to hang on. She was. She couldn't have held him. I agree. But I think he could have held her. He would have ripped her right off that fucking... Uh, okay, that maybe. He, okay, but he has to hold on to her, but she still has to hold on to the rope. She's got to hold on to the rope, right? Grip strength. Yep. But so it's more than just say, grip strength. She, it would have ripped her arm straight out of her fucking socket. Okay, if that's like, the case, yeah. Them, yeah. Just a little, huh? just a little, little stick them. <laughs> stick them. But that was that. That's that was more what I was thinking is is makes it more that she is enhanced. She's got a little uh, bit more than than yeah. the normal. Yeah, like, no, I, I mean, I you're probably. I mean, I think I think I never considered it before, but I think until you know Nina brought the question up. Um, yeah, I thought know, about I'd it never, before. I never, I never really considered that she was. Enhanced, but this really kind of opened my eyes. He has to have something that. a little bit more than just the normal. Like she has to have a little bit of damage resistance, a little bit of faster healing, a little bit of extra strength. Yep. Because I mean, it goes back. We were talking about. <clears throat> I don't know if we talked about it, but uh, in Winter Soldier, 
Like if he just has a metal arm and he and he oh yeah we talked about catch it. it like that's gonna rip the rest of his body apart. Like right. it just there, it'll there, rip out and, it'll rip out half of his chest. If <laughs> yeah, it's strength. It's not like yeah exactly. You know another thing we talked about is that if we saw this in a comic book we wouldn't bat an eye, but the fact that it's on screen we are so desperate. I for bet it to my be eyes at comic books. Well, I'm just saying that that it, that it, that. <laughs> That we want it somehow to be scientifically accurate, grounded in some sort no, of no. reality. Um, I, I mean, I don't think that I need it grounded in reality. I, I think it just more. I would rather them uh, like come out and say, "Hey, look, yeah, she is enhanced. This is what okay. you know." I think they kind of <laughs> had a little fun with it with some of the stuff they did uh, to show kind of how outlandish it was. Um, because it's hard to get away with some of these scenes without. Well, that's just comic books. They're, yeah. they're all a little outlandish. But it's also it also you got to look at the villains. Like um, there's the the one scene where Elena in in the Moonraker fall where she comes around the corner, jumps up, grabs the guy's head, and just kicks his leg out, and all of a sudden he's knocked out on the ground. Like it doesn't even really show him hitting his head, but just that little spin and no, he's knocked out. Where you know. Instead of getting thrown against the side of a building, your back bent, you know, 90 degrees and, and all this stuff, and they walk away. It's like, you know, these are supposed to be trained soldiers, too. Not Maybe not to the level of Red Room, but, I mean, they're not just Joe Schmo on the street going to get knocked out by random little kick to the foot kind of thing. It's like, that's what I mean is is, is some some level. But we always want the good guys to win or, you know, our, our good guy in whatever vision we're our looking guys. at. Yeah. So, you know, but that's I, I kind of just wish they would mention it. It's like or don't have her take that kind of damage. Have her her skills be so good that she's able to avoid that kind of damage. Avoid, you know, deflect or something. Yeah. Or yeah. That I would rather see that she's not enhanced, but she's so fucking Tai Chi centric that anybody goes to hit her and she takes only a tenth of the, the strike instead of, you know, getting you know punched in the chest from the the winter soldier mimicked uh you know taskmaster and goes flying across and bends halfway around the back of her, her car and then yeah. you know, shakes it off yeah yeah and then and then falls into uh the water off of a bridge and anybody who's ever jumped off of a bridge into water knows if you don't hit exactly right that shit hurts well i don't think and she you're jumped. Out of, i think they she was smacked she, she was thrown was, that's yeah. what i mean is even more likely that she didn't hit right and then just you no know, casually swim to to the shore, which was a pretty long swim, and then just gets up and walks away. Like no, she doesn't she, walk away. It, she pulls out the the red vials and looks. At the oh, beach. to make sure, yeah, that they're still good. <laughs> yeah, no, most people would have crawled up on that beach and cried for a couple of days. Yeah. You know, it, it's just one of those things. I mean, I've I've jumped off a bridge and hit wrong, and that oh, shit, yeah. you know, still stings me today to think about it. So. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. And it wasn't even that high of a bridge. It was like 12, 13 feet. Um, actually, on. no. Come on, man. Yeah, but if you hit in a belly flop from there, come on. Well, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Skill, do you hit a belly flop? I mean, I oh can't no, I, I, that. yeah, I, I, I think I was drinking. Um, the worst though that I remember is uh, when I was in the Coast Guard. We were doing a drill, and I happened to be our rescue swimmer. We were doing a drill with the Hilo, and uh, so I went to jump off the ship. At, at, we were doing probably five, six knots. Not real fast, but just enough to kind of... I hit the wave wrong, way wrong. Oh, no. Just smacked me right in the back, took my breath away. So I'm in, I'm in the middle of the ocean. You're the rescue yeah. swimmer, and you're yeah. like... Well, I was I was playing dummy at that time. And luckily, I mean, I had a flotation device, but I, I hit so bad that it knocked the breath out of me. So I'm in the middle of the ocean. My boat's just 
chugging away from me and i'm sitting there going oh fuck fuck oh my god and next thing i know i look up and i don't even see my ship i don't see the helo i don't see the land i'm like literally (laughs) like i don't see land ship helo nothing i'm like all right, you I'm see in the a middle. Fin, a fin that's that's. I'm gonna die. Going around yeah, no, <laughs> did, didn't see a fin, but I was definitely like, I'm in the middle of the ocean, and I don't even know which way to start swimming. Yeah. So, uh, luckily, it all worked out, but it was one of those like, oh, I hit the wave so what way happened? wrong. Did they come back or? Uh, no, I was I was actually uh, playing rescue dummy for our helo drills, and so the helo crew came up and um, came and picked me up in the basket and did some fun shit and uh, <laughs> yeah. got to do some really cool stuff. Uh, what they did, uh, they they do this thing. Um, I knew that I knew the rescue swimmers on it because they were my instructors for the rescue swimming. Yeah. And so they jumped in. They put me in the basket. They go up, and then uh, the, they're starting to take me up, and the helo starts to fly off, and then they fucking dunk me. So like they're they're flying. I'm just I'm just above the the waves, and then they just drop, and it just. Whoosh spun my mask around water up my nose it was like motherfuckers so uh it was fun shit though that's Uh, that's 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 (laughs) interesting it's um it's so i've never i've only once been far enough out in the ocean that i couldn't see land um it's you've done it probably a million times yeah right probably yeah it's, it's the i i went on a fishing trip uh i don't know like six well, Jesus, like seven, eight years ago now. But I went on a fishing trip out towards the Farallons off of San Francisco. And um, I, I've never been in a situation where, kind of like you described, where, like, okay, so if this boat capsizes, <laughs> I don't do I know swim? which way to swim. <laughs> like, I don't know where the closest shore is from where right. I am. Oh, like, geez. I know I could probably, at that point, I was in really good shape and, and I was swimming a lot. So I, You just start I, swimming east. I, I could swim like I could probably swim two three miles at that point because I was yeah. you know Ironmans and all that so I wasn't worried about the distance but I was worried about the fact that I don't know what direction to swim <laughs> like that's, that's the thing it's like I could be swimming west it's right, like right. I can't swim thousands of miles yeah the next thing you know I'm in Hawaii what right exactly. <laughs> Uh, the coolest thing about being out in, in the ocean where you're out there is when it goes completely calm, like to the point where the water is glass and like, you see that in in lakes and stuff a lot where there's no wind, but being out in the middle of the ocean and it goes completely glass like that is such a weird and cool feeling. Uh, it's, uh, it is, it's amazing. Uh, the best one I ever had was I had a total glass situation like that and it was sunset Oh, wow. So we got to see the sun go down and they got the, there's this thing called the green flash and it's the very last second that the sun drops below the horizon. And if you're that, looking yeah. right in the right spot, you get this gl- green flash of light and uh, it's hard to do on, on, and especially when the seas are really moving cause you, you're moving up and down. But yeah. when it was glass, it was, it was cool. So uh, interesting stuff. Very All right. Cool. Did we, one last did quick we... thing. I have one, 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 one okay. more piece. Okay. Go, 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 go. Um, so, because this movie was delayed for 16 months, right? Or whatever right. it was. How do you think, would it be a different feeling, the post credit scene of this movie in combination with Winter Soldier? Cause definitely like, would be, because it would I, be I more questioning. I think it would have definitely changed it, right? Yeah. Well, it would, it would have made it more of a, okay, we think that she's definitely... Um, hired by some other uh, organization because and we also didn't get the name so we wouldn't have had any idea that it was valentina 
um, that right. it was like a go after the the Clinton Barton. Um, so yeah, because knowing who she's playing and stuff like that, it definitely has a different feel. So I, I agree yeah. with you hundred percent that the, the end credits would have probably had more speculation on them yes. than they do now for a hundred percent. Like the, you know, now you're like, Oh, that's, I, yeah. I, I think it worked better seeing it after just because to me, it would have seemed yes. kind of weird. It was like, Oh, who's this? Well, they don't yeah, really exactly. explain it. I don't know the MCU or, or the comic world. So I don't, I can't even guess. I, I would have bet that um, if it would have happened after Wanda Vision, but before Winter Soldier, people would have started calling her Mephisto. Okay. Because that was the biggest. The <laughs> that's the big joke now is because the biggest uh, thing that everybody thought was going to happen Wanda Vision was uh, Mephisto's coming, so they saw Mephisto and everything. And so now the big uh, joke is in everybody sees uh, Mephisto in, in everything. So it had been in Winter Soldier and then in Loki. They're like, oh, it's Mephisto. It's, so it's a big joke. So it would have been like, oh, yeah, that's got to be Mephisto. <laughs> so, uh, which I, th I think is hilarious. Um, yeah, I would have had a total different feel. I think it actually works better now than it would have if it had been reversed. Yeah, me too. Personally. Well, um, I could see that. Speculations, you know, uh, not being the case. It definitely works better, but if you if you want to have more speculations, it would have been better the the other way. Yeah, which I think I think well, Disney that's what likes. I like about the post credit scenes. You're right. I think they do like it, but I think I that's what I like about the post credit scenes. That's what I like about like like you know the 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 mid or even the post credit scenes. Is right. That whole speculation piece about so many of them. Did like, you guys catch um, the payoff of um of uh, the dog, Fanny. Elena's dog? Yeah. Yeah. Name Fanny Longbottom, and also it was uh, when they were talking um, after the after the the store when they're cleaning her wounds, and she's like, "Oh yeah," and she's telling her about her life story, and she's like, "Oh yeah," and you you have a husband, and a and a, did you ever want kids? She goes, "I just wanted a dog," it, you know. Yelena said that, and I, I I didn't catch it the first time, but the second time I caught it, it was like, "Oh, she said that earlier that she wanted a dog," and then oh, come wow. on, Fanny, I thought that was great. <laughs> yeah, the Fanny Longbottom. Yep. Um, All right. Cool. I don't think I have anything more to say about it. I don't uh, either. I, I will say I really, I mean, I, I I enjoyed this. I'll probably watch it again at least one more time. Like like there's some other MCU things I might not watch again, like Ragnarok, but I guess I'll have to <laughs> as it comes up. Um, <laughs> as so it full of up. shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, I, I definitely want to watch this again because I had to watch it in um, – kind of segments based on like oh, okay. my schedule and stuff and things that were going on. I want to, I want to kind of sit down and do it kind of in one big sitting. Yes. Yeah. It's um, a different, yeah, it's okay. gotta be a different experience. We've been watching. And I also so want to watch it on a bigger on screen. screen. So I watch yeah. it. On, yeah. I watch it on my phone too. Right. Uh -huh. So I had to watch it. I had to watch it on a smaller screen. So it's going to be like, yeah, I definitely want to want to check it out on the big screen. Get it was, it was good screen. on the big screen, but I don't know. I don't know if this is like, if it had to be in the theater, like if I would have just seen this at home on my, my regular nice big TV, not necessarily a computer or a phone, but nice big TV, I think it would have carried as much weight. And that's I what I'm thinking. It'll definitely change the, the experience for me. But yeah, we're I, like, I mean, I yeah, I'll watch it again. I mean, some I'll, of the other ones definitely were better on the big screen. Yeah. Um, this one, I don't know if needed that. It, it yeah. didn't have anything so dramatic or dynamic that it needed it. Um, most of the stuff that carries carries well in a in a smaller uh, home theater atmosphere. Yeah. I do also, like the idea of how we invest ourselves in a movie 
in when we go to a theater. You know, we don't look away. We're just, we're, we're just right. Whereas when right. we're sitting at home, it's, it's just, yeah, it's a smaller screen. I can get around that. But there's distractions. You know, so you just yep. you kind of don't quite. Well, get you as don't invested. feel like like you could pick up your phone and look something up. Like I could be yeah. watching. Like I could be watching a movie. Like oh, who's this actor? Who's this actor? Yeah. yeah. I'll pick up my phone and I'll look him up. I'm trying to do that less. I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to put away my electronics when I watch shows um, like yeah. like what we're doing for the podcast and stuff. Sure. Um, just because of that aspect, because I, I do find that um, I miss some stuff. And in like in, in Loki, um, I've gone and rewatched a couple of episodes because I, I had been on my yeah. phone doing stuff and I'm going back and watching stuff. And I'm like, oh, I missed that the first time. And so. Yeah. So no, like and, and part of it, too, is like, I mean, I. I I love doing this podcast. And I love doing these episodes <laughs> with you guys, which is great. But, you know, part of me kind of wants to, maybe not all the TV series, maybe not any of the TV series, but <laughs> I might go back and, and go back through the movies again and just do one for, like, my own personal enjoyment where I'm not, like, thinking about what I have to, like, right. talk about. And, think about. And, like, and what, what drink am I going to do and all that kind <laughs> yeah. of stuff and whatever. And it's, like, you know, kind of all these things that kind of go – kind of go along with that yeah i like the drink actually, aspect because it, it it makes me think more about the, the movie or whatever it's we're true talking about. it's true and it kind of triggers but in a different way too though right i think maybe i don't know yeah me, no it, you're 100 percent right i and i guess because i've seen so many of the movies so far uh multiple times already that for me it's it's not as it's a different aspect the tv shows are definitely like um i've only watched cloak and dagger once so uh this next couple of weeks i'll be watching them again and and yeah uh, it'll be interesting to see if I take if I have the same takes from it the first time that I did, right? And stuff like that. Um, I agree with you. I I don't think there's a lot of the shows that I would go back and watch as much as the movies. Um, even watching, even as much as I like Daredevil, going back and watching some, you know, the Daredevils a second time has been. A Punisher. I'm I'm looking forward to that because I've only those... I've never, I haven't seen Punisher, and, and the way you talk Ooh. about it. You know, um, oh, the way so you good. talk about it, I'm, I'm pretty excited to watch it, but I'm just hoping it's not a Thor Ragnarok letdown. Uh, oh, my God. Situation for <laughs> I, can't me. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to do the Ragnarok episode. I really can't. Uh, I can't. I, I, it's uh, so good. Such a good movie. I, I mean, I... I um, I all seriously... the movies are good. Actually, all the movies are good. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, but it's like, I, oh, for sure. But it's like, I mean, it is. It, there's certain ones that aren't as rewatchable, like Iron Man 3 is not as rewatchable. As it would like, not I, be my first choice, for sure. Yeah. I thought even, I, I even... enjoy that a lot more the second time I saw it, because I enjoyed it the first time, but I was I was a lot more let down. <laughs> Can I? <laughs> this isn't as good as I remembered. Well, <laughs> Anther coming up soon, too, and that'll be interesting, because that was one I, I actually did not enjoy as much the first mm -hmm. time. Um, to see how if if it's any different if I look at it a different eye because back when yeah. I watched it the first time it wasn't a podcast watch so it'll it'll be interesting to see if I okay. if I enjoy it any different. I've seen that one three times already, so I'm gonna watch it. I always watch. It's hard to watch the series again before the episodes that we do, but mm -hmm. I can definitely watch all the movies again. You know, right, right. Hours oh, for sure, two or three hours or whatever. So I'll definitely watch that again, and I'm I'm you know I'm interested to see it another time because of how you've talked about what you said is you just haven't watched it a second time. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think if we, if we would have had a choice to do this again, I may have said, not said like, Hey, let's do all the TV shows too. Oh, like, yeah. I think it would have been a different thing just to do the movies. But I mean, the shows have, have merit too. some of them, 
Um, some of know, them, I mean, maybe the, like, obviously we dropped out Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for obvious reasons. And, yeah. you know, um, maybe some of the other shows are going to be. Well, they, they're, you know, they're all shorter. They're, they're, they're all, all shorter. shorter. They're all one or two seasons. And especially that makes it. Things- well, the episodes even are, and the 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 number of them are are yeah. shorter, yep. because you know when you get twenty three episodes that are all an hour each, it's hard to do. When instead of like say you know we're getting ready to do um, Cloak and Dagger, which I believe is only eight eight or ten episodes, and they're they're you know you can do that. Yep. And it, so, all right, yeah, cool no, for sure. Um, like I said, so next week we'll please join us for our uh, episode of This Is Spinal Tap with our, our special guests from the Turtle Soup Show, um, Eric and Ryan. And if you have any inkling at all of enjoying the um, Ninja Turtles, uh, that's a great podcast to listen to. Um, the, and it's fun just even if you don't care about the turtles, those guys are so fun to listen to because they're literally it's like two best friends just bullshitting and talking about stuff. And they they have such a wide wide range of uh, stuff they talk about. I think next week's going to be really interesting because Steve actually is probably more in line with these guys as far as like they're both uh, musicians and Steve's a musician. We're oh, talking yeah. about a musician's. Uh, oh yeah, they they have bands that put off a bunch of music and stuff like that. Oh wow! So you guys are all going to really geek out over that, and where I'm going to be here like, yeah, I wish I could play. I try and play, and I'm fucking horrible. Like I'm that guy that has that uh, what do they call him recorder. And they're like, yeah, you just keep playing Mary Had a Little Lamb and you'll get there someday. What about your bass yeah. guitar? Come on, you were... I do. I have my bass guitar, but I suck at it. I, you know, my my biggest thing is I want to be so good, so I go out and I try and learn stuff, And but yet I have to go and try and find, let's see, let's see, who do I want to learn? Oh, yeah, let's let's do some uh, flea tracks. Let's let's try and do some chili peppers. Let's let's go right for the fucking top. <laughs> so, right. um, Let's play pool, man. Hit some less clay pool. Yeah, man, that's what you got to do. I was gonna do. I was gonna try and you do. Lose in the neighborhood. Maybe you'll run into him over an Occidental. <laughs> right. I, I figured I was gonna try and learn some Primus too. You know, why not just get that yeah. fucking you know tap you know that thumping going? Uh, but no, it's just one of those things. And so I think you guys will really. Uh, I think the musician part of this is really gonna come out next week, and and it'll be interesting because you'll have a lot more to say that, and I'll be the one going. But 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 what? I, I, I will. I will tell you this. I'm not obviously going to be in that episode, but I have a cocktail for that episode. Oh, send it in. We'll 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 we'll, we'll add it in. We'll add it into the the mix. Okay, I'll send it in for you. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, because I don't know what I'm going to do. I might I might just steal it and say this is this is Bo's entry, and I'll drink <laughs> it for him. Um, nice. So. Uh, yeah, so that'll be next week, and then the week after that, we're going to do Fifth Element, which I think is going to be an incredible oh, episode. It's one of my favorite movies. I'm jealous. <laughs> it is. It is so good, and and exactly, it's it's literally it's got to be my top ten, maybe top five movies of all time. Um, matter of fact, uh, this week on Facebook, uh, I kept getting reminders. Uh, Bo had challenged me to uh, oh, right. movies that uh, you me know too. influenced yeah. your life, and so uh, Fifth Element was one of those. Uh, which I thought was really cool, um, and uh, I think that's about it. We're that's our next. Oh, and then we'll have uh, what is Cloak and Dagger, yeah. uh, three weeks from now. Yep. So, and Nina will be back from back then. Fingers uh, crossed that their yeah, house is exactly. I mean, it's supposed to take over two weeks for their stuff to get done. Oh my God, really? Yeah, it's it's. Long yeah, so. story short, there's like structural walls that are affected, oh, and and just all kinds. Of, I mean, I'm sure she'll, I'm sure she'll, it'll come up on the next podcast. So I don't want to yeah. her under, but it's a <laughs> shit ton of work. I'll just that sounds that like way. well. Hope, hopefully, it all works out for her because that would be a, a shit show if she is yeah. out for longer. 
<laughs> nice. Um, cool. All right. Well, uh, I think that's it for us tonight. So with that, we'll say uh, good night, and that's how we seize it. Good night. All right, guys. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Take it easy. Yeah.